Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Monday afternoon, new week. Four months and a day from the start of the college football season. I don't know if you're counting at home or not. Let's go. September 3rd, that's just kind of the day that's circled on the calendar for a lot of people. But hey, don't short sell it though, Richard. Because while that's four months and a day until the actual football games get played, Mm -hmm. you've got preseason NFL, training camp, all kinds of football stuff to talk about and consume before the actual season starts. So in reality, fall camp. Yeah, fall camp when it's 100 degrees. Uh, in reality, you've got like three months or less until football really starts, you know? Plus, there's SEC media days in yeah. the middle of July, and there's off-season workouts. It's really just like a month, really. Yeah. I only went down this road because on the way to school this morning, my daughter was like, you know, it's three days to my birthday. I was like, you know you got 16 days left in school. And it was like, you know we're going on vacation two months from today. And then I was like, you know college football is four, <laughs> four months and a day from today. And three months from today, you've got the uh, start of fall camp. Uh, great to be with you on this Monday afternoon. You know, we can what? lead the charge on the change, right? Oh, now I, just, now I just want to air quote it every time and like say it funny. Yeah, we can lead, because I know, and we appreciate you, we we know that there are people that work for Old Miss, Mississippi State, and Southern Miss for, to varying levels of the jobs that consume our show, whether often or infrequent, but they do. So the more they hear how ridiculous it is to call practice in July fall camp, the more likely they are to start calling it training camp in the facility or at the office. And that can bleed into reality. We can be the change we want to see in the world. In reality, I, I think love people the positivity the you've developed in my yeah. absence. Morgan. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, I think when you watch the baseball that we watched this weekend, <laughs> football is a very happy thing to talk about when you watch the baseball that we had to watch this weekend. You're, uh, you, you may be on to something. You want to join the conversation, hit us up on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Well, 
you can do that. Get gigabit fiber internet from C Spire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in C Spire country. Check availability now at cspire.com slash business. Uh, hey, Dad, welcome back. How was your sojourn to the Mississippi to Gulf Coast? It was fantastic. Always a great time down there. The weather was incredible. Uh, food was outstanding. And, of course, the people are so nice down there. I have a question for you. There yeah. was a uh, there was a receipt that was posted online. I believe it was on the Twitters, on your Twitter account, um, mm-hmm. from a meal. Was that just your meal, or was that multiple people's? That was me and Robbie. Okay. Okay, it makes me feel better. Because, I mean, I know you have a, a big appetite, but I was reading yeah. through that receipt... I wasn't even worried about the cost. I was just worried about the quantity of food, and I thought, there's no way he ate all of that. So I, I did not. No. There you go. Okay. No. Very good. Very good indeed. What was that, a Two Brothers receipt, I think? Two Brothers smoked meats up here in uh, Starkville, yeah. That was oh, that wasn't even for, from, your, uh... from your trip? No, no. No, that was on Wednesday before I left. So did you win that a was bet for, uh, or winning yeah, I won our our podcast college football pick 'em. I just had not gotten that dinner yet, so mm. I finally okay. finally t- t- scratched that off the list. All right, so what were the meals on the Mississippi Gulf Coast? Uh, we ate at Mary Mahoney's on Thursday night. Well, there's was, a win. It's just it's just so good. Those crab claws, man. I could just I could just oh, it's so good. Um. We went to uh, the Crawfish House in Wait, Ocean hold, Springs. Hold Do you need a moment? <laughs> I think they're, they're damn good. Uh, so the Crawfish House in Ocean Springs. So good that we ate there twice. We went there for dinner Friday and Saturday. We had a friend who uh, with us who used to live here in Mississippi, and now he lives in North Carolina. Can't get crawfish where he lives. Mm-hmm. Not, not a thing. He, and he was just... He was Jones and Ford, so I was like, man, the, the menu there was so good and so much to choose from. We went back twice. Uh, we went to Philip with Philip with Billups, which is sort of a little tradition we have. That place is outstanding. Yeah, uh, nothing like a bowl of grits covered in crawfish etouffee, bacon, and cheese. That's a that's a meal for you. That'll get you that gets your your engine started in the morning. So, and then on my way home, stopped at uh, in Hattiesburg at my buddy Robert St. John's uh, Ed's Burger Joint and had. What I call the Hey Dad special bacon double cheeseburger, Ed's fries, and a Captain Crunch milkshake. Life is good. Life's pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was. This that, that, that's I a pretty good myself. weekend. That's a bold play to go to the same restaurant twice when you're only in town for a weekend, but I hear you. It was so good. It was so good. I mean, their crawfish was outstanding. Yeah. Really, really good. Mike in Grand Bay says, Mary Mahoney's is out of my price range. You make too much money. Well, no, Mike. He doesn't necessarily make too much money. Maybe he just saved money for that meal at Mary Mahoney's as part of a special trip. You can, you can, I don't know where you work, Mike, but you got to get a, got to get you taken care of. Mary Mahoney's is not that expensive, man. You, you, you can get in there. There you go. Uh, C Spire text line, good call on pivoting to football because <laughs> baseball season is over. It is for two of the three anyway. I mean, Southern Miss had had an unfortunate weekend, but everything that they want is still very much in front of them. No doubt, no doubt. For the other two, like Fox pivoted to video, although that was a failure. I think this will be more successful pivoting (laughs) 
to baseball or pivoting to football is a sound strategy here. I agree. So, I agree 100%. Southern Miss, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, whatever order you prefer, all went on the road this weekend and all lost more than they won. Good news is all three of them won at least a game. Well, actually only a game. But all three of them lost two games. Most surprising probably is that Southern Miss dropped two. It, look, it's not surprising to see Southern Miss go on the road and lose a baseball game. When you've won 15 in a row and you've won every series in conference play and you've won every season all year with the exception of one weekend, losing a game on a weekend is not a surprise. Losing back-to-back games, a little bit more of a surprise. But they were able to salvage the weekend with a victory in Game 3 yesterday on the road against UAB. And they'll come home. And so we'll talk with Scott Berry. I mean, it's been a long time since Southern Miss has lost two in a row. And I know he was really proud. You read some of his postgame quotes. He was really pleased with the way his team kind of grinded it out, came back, was able to salvage one. And, oh, by the way, Scott Berry became the winningest all-time coach at Southern Miss yesterday with that victory. So congratulations to him. They remain 13 in the RPI, for what it's worth. Uh, UAB is 75th as of today, so not exactly an RPI killer by any stretch. No. And they only have three losses from 51 to 100 in the RPI to Southern Miss. So even with the series loss, they are, if I'm looking at this correctly, they are 15... Oh, excuse me. Even better than that. I, w- I was reading the wrong column. Ten and three against the RPI fifty-one to one hundred. So that that statistical category for their metrics still in very nice shape. Yeah, yeah. Thirty-four and ten overall. Thirteenth in the RPI. Only dropped a couple of spots over the weekend. The good news is uh, perhaps that it uh, it came on the road as opposed. To, you know, hurts you a little bit less if you lose a couple on the road. In fact, it's basically a draw even when you win one. And you lose two. Mississippi State goes to Missouri, and they absolutely pound Missouri on Friday in Game 1. And then it was Missouri who pulled out the whooping stick in Game 2 on Saturday and just beat Mississippi State like a drum. And then yesterday, kind of an entertaining ball game. State was up. Missouri came from behind. They went ahead 6-3. to State ties it up at 6. And then Missouri hits a walk-off jack in the bottom of the ninth inning, and they get a 7-6 to win to take the series. And that may have been the one thing that Mississippi State couldn't afford was to lose the series on the road to Missouri. Maybe better to lose a series on the road than lose it at home, but Missouri was 5-13 and in the SEC. And Ole Miss is going to be facing that exact same team this coming weekend, excuse me, this coming weekend at home. We will get into uh, the Mississippi State-Missouri series. We'll also get into the Ole Miss series where the Rebels win on Friday night against Arkansas. Had good pitching all weekend long. Left way too many dudes on base on Saturday. Couldn't come up with the clutch hit to uh, take advantage of a whole bunch of Arkansas miscues and freebies. And then Arkansas wins a one-run game yesterday to take two out of three and make the road to the postseason really, 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 really dicey for Ole Miss. So plenty of baseball to get into this afternoon. Scott Berry will join us for his weekly conversation. 
as we start our baseball roundup when we come back on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Officials are still on the scene clearing an accident er, from earlier today. Uh, the I-20 westbound to 220 northbound. So expect delays just on that uh, on-ramp to 220 northbound. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good so far. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best for must to you. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Come out to Mississippi Makers Fest on May 7th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at the two Mississippi museums in downtown Jackson. Enjoy live music from the North Mississippi All-Stars and a huge lineup of bands, plus art and food from over 50 makers. The World of Marty Stewart exhibit will also open at the museums the same day, featuring artifacts from Johnny Cash, Dolly Parton, Marty Stewart himself, and more. Mississippi Makers Fest is sponsored by Southern Beverage Company, and the World of Marty Stewart is sponsored by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. For more info, visit mdah.ms.gov. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. It's 
Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. It's Monday afternoon during baseball season. That means we will have our baseball roundup today as Scott Barry joins us first. Head coach at Southern Miss. It's been a while since we've talked about a weekend where Southern Miss didn't come out on top for the weekend, but that was the case as Golden Eagles hit the road to Birmingham this weekend. UAB got Game 1 and Game 2 before Southern Miss bounced back and got Game 3 yesterday to salvage one for the weekend. And uh, Scott, let's, not, uh, let's start with the positive. Let's start with yesterday and also the milestone uh, for, for you. We talked a little bit about this. Congratulations, you become the all-time winningest coach in, uh, in Southern Miss. I genuinely mean, I, I don't know how it could happen to a better person than you, but uh, it is... Uh, it's quite an honor. It, it speaks to the amount of time that you've been there, the success you've had, the players that you've had, all of those things. So just first of all, congratulations. Well, thank you, Richard. I think you just mentioned everything that I feel. I certainly share this with a lot of people that have made my life uh, certainly a lot better. And, uh, you know, I, first of all, I want to mention Coach Denson, who, uh, who previously had the most wins, and it was his vision back in the – mid-80s that really where he could see that Southern Miss could be a program that people would want to come and support and I think that was uh just just fantastic on his part to be able to see in that crystal ball and 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 lay the groundwork which then coach Palmer picked up from from Hill there in the late 90s and and then of course I was able to uh to build off from what coach Palmer had done which was tremendous and and so many consecutive regionals that that we went to under under his leadership. So I'm very fortunate to have had this job, but I owe it to a lot of people that have that have helped me get where I am. Did you ever have a conversation with Hill Denson about why he believed what he believed in the kind of mid late '80s, where it really kind of got this thing rolling? Did it, ha- did it have anything to do with Ron Polk and Mississippi State? Because that's kind of about the time they were getting it rolling a little bit, also. Well, I think so, 100%. And, you know, we've talked often about how strong our state is in baseball and the love and passion that our fan bases have, which is better than any other state and, and that, that's out there. And yeah. I think Hill saw that. I, I think he just worked off from what Coach Pope was, was wanting to do at Mississippi State. Hill saw the same vision. Of course, you know, if you tell Hill he can't do it, that's going to be motivation in itself that he's going to show you he can do it. And, uh, and that's, that's the neat thing in, in, uh, about Hill is that he is determined to get it done. And, and that's, I felt like that, that he really did back then. Yesterday, you're able to salvage one uh, and get away with a little bit better feeling uh, when you get on that bus and you head back to uh, Hattiesburg. I, I saw some of your quotes after the game, and you said you were really proud of your guys for the way they kind of grinded it out and were able to able to get one this weekend. You certainly want to avoid the sweep. Well, you know, Richard, what we just came off from was a 15-game winning streak. We only lost three games in the month of April, and two of those were on the last two days of the month. You know, we had 12 consecutive road wins. We went 27 days where we woke up feeling like winners. And uh, that's pretty special. But you knew, you know, if you're a realist, you know at some point you're going to lose one. And it's not that you lose one. It's how you're going to bounce back. Are you going to be resilient and bounce back from it? Or or are you going to let it just take you down? And, of course, I was I was a little worried. We, we lose on Friday. Uh, you know, we should have won. Anytime you score six runs on a Friday night with, with Tanner on the mound, you feel like you're in pretty good shape. But credit UAB. I mean, off, offensively, they had a great game plan against, against our guys 
all weekend. In all honesty, I felt like they took better swings than anybody we we faced this year. So Saturday, we just didn't make the adjustments that we needed to win the baseball game offensively. I was very disappointed. Of course, then at that point, you know, you're a little bit worried. You just rolled off 15 straight. Now you're two straight losses. So, you know, going into Sunday, it was backs against the wall. And we, we as a team, we had to feel that sense of urgency to come off that wall and give ourselves a chance to win and get back into that good feeling. And, and that is what I'm so proud of about this club, being able to do just that, where I've seen a lot of clubs out there that would have just continued to fold. You know, they wouldn't have been resilient. But, but this group of guys, they were. I've never loved the term wake-up call when people are like, oh, well, they've won a bunch of games in a row. that They need to take a loss and, and have kind of a wake-up call. I don't know if I buy into that. But I am curious. I mean, is, is kind of what you're talking about what you take away from that and maybe remind you how much you hate to lose when, when you have to do that a couple of times in a row? It's almost like you've forgotten what it feels like to lose. Well, you know, I mean, we practice to win. Nobody practices to lose, so you expect if – if your expectations are to go out there and win every game, then you're in the wrong business. You know, you need certainly need to be doing something else, or you need to be playing some other type of sport if there is a sport that you don't expect to win. But, you know, that's what we that's what we practice to do. So when, when we don't do it, then we should feel, you know, not good about ourselves, and we need to redeem ourselves and go back out there and, and get back in that win column. So – you know, I don't think that the uh, that you said. You know, it's a wake up call. I think sometimes it maybe it, it it refocuses you. It brings you back to where you need to be and understanding what it takes to win and, and how you have to win. So we talked some last week. I don't think it was with you. I think it was later in the week uh, about Slade Wilkes being out and, and Reese Ewing being out. What can you tell us about kind of uh, injuries, what, what kind of an effect that had, and then what you anticipate in terms of getting those guys back? Well, you know, it, it's huge for us. We, we don't have a lot of depth on the position player side. and You know, Reese is our three-hole hitter and has been all year, and and uh, Slade has been our five-hole hitter as a DH there. And, and Reese has played outstanding defense, which enables us to play Montenegro in center, who's been playing really well there. So it kind of disrupted things there offensively and somewhat defensively for us. But, you know, we uh, we had to, on Sunday, we had to continue the same because neither one of them were available, uh, nor will they be tomorrow night against South Alabama. But that's all part of it. You know, injuries are a big part of – of sports, it happens, um, and you know nobody's exempt from it. And when it does happen, it gives other people the opportunity. You hope that in those opportunities, they've been preparing for it and staying hungry and staying focused to help that team win. And uh, certainly, that's what we do whenever we make a lineup out that that doesn't have those regulars in there. Reese, I don't expect Reese to be back until. The following weekend, we have Old Dominion this weekend. I'm hoping to have him back by UTSA. He does have okay. a break in his hand on his pinky side. Uh, and then Slade, we had him back for Friday um, with a oblique strain. We, we missed all of Rice series and then at Southeast Louisiana. But we're able to get him back in the lineup on Friday. He was probably 90%, I think. He was really took a really nice BP. Didn't have anything to show for it in the game. But then on Saturday, gave us a sacrifice fly to score the second run in that first inning. And then in the bottom half of that inning, their guy, leadoff hitter, hits a home run. And, and Slade literally, I thought he was going to go through the wall. And their wall was not forgiving at all. 
And so he uh, damned that shoulder, probably bruised that shoulder joint up there, and then restrained that oblique. So we're kind of back to square one with him. I'm not sure when we'll get him back. Whew, that is a uh, that's a bummer. Um, finals week this week in, in Hattiesburg. Is that right? No, sir. No, we're uh, two more weeks. Okay, we're two, two weeks more weeks. Away. So not quite to that time where it's all baseball all the time, but but is there a challenge in the final week or two before school lets out? And one, keeping guys focused, and two, understanding that that they got to spend some time studying to to get through finals and and kind of before they can get locked in on baseball. Well, you know, we've kind of been addressing that scenario the whole the whole year long. We don't want just it to become the end of the semester. And now we need to start mentioning academics and hey, let's try to cram, let's try to you know rally in the ninth inning here academically. So we've been really harping on them to stay up with their academics as as we move through the semester. But no, it'll be uh, it'll be the same as as we've been, the same approach. It'll be one game at a time, and and that's certainly what we'll do as we wind this thing down. We've got eleven left. Regular season, two of those midweeks tomorrow night, South Alabama, and then in two weeks we'll have uh, Miss uh, Ole Miss at home here, and that is during our finals week on a Wednesday. I'm sorry, it is on a Wednesday okay. as they're traveling to LSU. But then we have three really tough conference weekends left this week with Old Dominion, really powerful offense that they they have, and then the next week probably the hottest team in our league, UTSA, at home. And then we finish up on the road at Middle Tennessee, who has outstanding uh, starting pitching. So, you know, we, we can't look at the big picture. We have to s- simplify it and just really focus on tomorrow night with South Alabama. Just want to be playing good baseball this time of the year. South Alabama tomorrow night. Scott, as always, thanks for your time. Richard, thank you. That is the winningest baseball coach in Southern Miss baseball history, Scott Berry. Uh, whose team got the win yesterday to salvage one in Birmingham. They are 17 and four in Conference USA. They are 34 and 10 overall. You heard him say just a second ago, 11 games remaining. That's nine conference games, two midweek games against South Alabama and Ole Miss, and everything they want to play for right out there in front of them. Sports Talk Mississippi. Scott Perry, as always, joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A slight chance of rain today, partly sunny, high near 88. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 68. Your Tuesday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 88. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high all the way up to 90 degrees. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmissions. So something that we've done over the last few years, we went up to a base warranty of a two-year 24,000. So no matter what, you're going to get a base warranty of a two-year 24,000. We feel that's a little higher than the industry standard. And if you have a failure, I'm the one you talk to. You don't call a 1-800 number. You call me and I deal with it. Remember, free towing on major repairs. Call Coleman Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. 
The only way to protect you and your family from the current wave of gun violence is for you to be mentally and physically prepared to confront it. The only way to do that is proper instruction, training, and practice with a professional firearms instructor. Boondocks FTA is the place to learn or become more efficient in your firearm skills. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and visit us at boondocksfta.com. Rogers Dev Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabs fleet. Call the Rogers Dabs business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dabs Chevrolet. Find new roads. This is Dr. Will Lomflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want to be your one-stop for comprehensive family dentistry, all under one roof. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. I'm JT Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. The names of two teens arrested in connection with Saturday's mass shooting at the Mississippi Mudbug Festival in Jackson have been released. Calvin Berry, 15 years old, and Leedrick Trim, 16 years old, have both been booked at the Harley Young Juvenile Justice Center and are facing multiple aggravated assault charges. For Barry, it's not the first time he's been arrested as he was charged with two counts of armed robbery, one count of auto theft, and one count of attempted armed robbery back in 2020. Both will be charged as adults. In University of Alabama, cornerback Eli Ricks was arrested in Jones County on Sunday evening. The former All-American who played the last two seasons at LSU was booked for speeding, not having insurance, as well as possession of marijuana. According to an online database, it was Ricks' first marijuana possession charge and his bond was set at $0. Ricks is currently battling for a starting position with the Crimson Tide, which recently lost starting cornerback Josh Job to the NFL Draft. The World of Marty Stewart exhibit will debut at the two Mississippi museums in Jackson on Saturday, May 7th. The exhibit explores Stewart's life and his legacy of collecting country music stories, including hundreds of items never shown before in Mississippi, such as original handwritten Hank Williams manuscripts. For more information, go to worldofmartystewart.mdah.ms.gov. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polk's. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polk's meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polk's is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polk's. 
Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you, and it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. I listen to it at work. At work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. with you sports talk mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com richard cross michael borky brian haydad they didn't even bring a smile to your face haydad all i could think about was uh how many mississippi state fans would love to be hearing that song again at titty noble field unfortunately that's not the case I just assumed that when, like, the opening chords of that popped up, it just immediately, like, involuntarily, you smiled, you grinned ear to ear. I thought I thought I gave a little smile, but, yeah. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. What do you think about Scott Berry just a, uh, just a few minutes ago? 11 games left for Southern Miss. Midweek games this week against South Alabama. Next Wednesday night against Ole Miss. they got Old Dominion coming to their place. They've got... Uh, UTSA coming to their place and then got to go to Middle Tennessee. Sitting at 34 and 10. What do they need to do? Go 8 and 3 in their last 11 to feel really, really comfortable about being a host, regardless of what happens in the conference tournament? Yeah. 8 and 3 for sure. I think they've, they've, unless they just collapse here at the end, they're going to be a host. It's, can they get back into the top eight discussion? This yeah. weekend definitely hurt them for that. Um, but as far as, as being a host, I mean, if they just take care of their business, they're going to be a host. Uh, they'll be, they'll be fine there. And I mean, you see eight and three. I mean, that's probably what you would predict them to do, if not better in these final 11 games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the interesting thing. So, I mean, Scott talked about it just a second ago. Going into this past weekend, there was one loss in the entire month of April. They finished April with three losses total, and so there was this long span where everything was just coming up aces, just over and over and over and over. And we kind of got to the point where it's like, okay, it's a foregone conclusion. They're hosting. They may be a national seed, whatever. The reality is it's hard to just win and 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 never lose. But we were talking about it this morning, guys, and... It feels like the margin for error is maybe a little bit smaller for Southern Miss, and I don't think they did anything this weekend. I mean, maybe made it a little more difficult than it would have been otherwise. But nothing this weekend that, like, knocks them out of being a top-eight seed. They, they did not do anything to preclude themselves from being a national seed. But there's not a whole lot of margin for error there for them either. There's pretty good margin for error to be a host. But yeah, they, 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 I, I think we said it. What eight and three? That's getting your job done. 
if you're ten and one, you probably are going to be uh, the a top eight. So and again, that's doable for them though. They could very easily go ten and one. So everything's still in front of them. They're sort of where Mississippi State was a season ago, of just handle your business and and everything will take care of itself. And even then, I mean, you could say State didn't do a great job of handling its business at the end, but the fact that they were in the SEC made it a little easier uh, for the for the committee to do that. This year, you know, Southern Southern doesn't have the SEC you know cachet, but they're they're certainly a top. 10 team overall, so they should be in the discussion to be in one of the top eight seeds in this in this upcoming tournament. Is it Boyd's World that does the needs report? Yeah, there it is. The RPI needs report. Try and find Southern Miss and just see what he has for them in terms of finishing as a as a top eight. They need four home wins and four road wins. Well, some combination of four and four, five at home, three on the road, six at home, two on the road, or they win all seven of their remaining home games. So very much a path for Southern Miss still to finish top eight in the RPI. Right. So that's good news. Yeah. Very good news for Southern Miss. that's what happens when you take care of your business in the in the first half of the season. You yeah. allow yourself that that touch of wiggle room. So Tim sends us a message, and he says, "I will disagree with any take about bad baseball in Fayetteville. Three really competitive and intriguing games, and the two losses by Ole Miss featured lots of high pressure, tense moments on both sides. Rebs are finally playing their best ball of the season, pitching and defensively." though it's likely too late to matter for postseason. Offense was not clutch, but neither really was Arkansas. Part of that was quality pitching on both sides. If the Rebels get a little more offense they can keep up and can keep up this level of play on the mound and in the field, they've got a chance to get to 13 regular season conference wins, which, by the way, would be six over the final three weeks. And that could get them into an RPI in the 30s. The season is not over yet, which is the beauty of baseball in the first place. That's from Tim in Ridgeland. I agree with a lot of what Tim said there. I agree that this is by far the best that Ole Miss has pitched it as a staff in a conference weekend over the course of three games. It's by far the best they played defensively over the course of three games on a conference weekend. I, I agree partly about the quality pitching and the lack of clutch, but here's my disagreement there. Over the course of Saturday and Sunday's games, Ole Miss got 18 free passes, combination of walks and hit batter. I think it was 17 walks and a hit batter. And they scored six runs total? Six runs. And more specifically on Saturday... They had seven free base runners in the final three innings, all with no outs. Two on, no out in the seventh. Bases loaded, no out in the eighth. Two on, no out in the ninth. And they managed one run on a double play ball. And that's more, I think, a little bit than just not clutch. And I'll give Arkansas plenty of credit. I mean, they did, they did what they had to do to get out of it. But you've got to be a little more fundamentally sound in your approach at the plate 
to pick up some of those runs. And what, it was second and third, nobody out, bases loaded, nobody out, first and second, nobody out. And then the clutch piece for Arkansas is they took a pitch that was out over the plate and hit it over the right field wall for a three-run home run to walk it off. So there was some clutch hitting for Arkansas, enough to get the win on Saturday. They had, what, two two-run home runs yesterday, and that was the difference in the ballgame as Arkansas won it 4-3. to three. Ole Miss did a lot of things really well this weekend in Fayetteville. And still. But they didn't do anything well enough to come away with a series win. See, and that's well, that's not fair. That's not fair. They did pitch it and play defense well enough to come away with a series win, if not a sweep. But they were not good enough offensively to come away with a series win, much less a sweep. Yeah, considering the opportunities that they had, they should have won all three games. Now, shoulda, coulda, woulda, all that stuff, but they should have. The the troubling thing, I don't know if it's troubling or not, so they showed signs of mental weakness early in the season. Again, they told you that they were mentally weak earlier in the season. They admitted it out loud that they weren't in it. They've played well in spots the last few weeks and have not improved their standing at all. And that's it. Like, they... You can't tell me those guys didn't play hard over the weekend. They're still they're still in it. They're still engaged. They played hard, and it didn't matter. You want to tell me that team quit against Mississippi State? I know you hate losing that series, but man, they made it fascinating. But yeah. their opponent had the clutch hits, made the plays, if you will. I know it's more Absolutely. of a football term than they did, and that's that's even more concerning almost. Then quitting, it's it, it's almost like there is a ceiling for this team that they won't get past, and that ceiling is battling to make it to Tuesday in Hoover. For for now, that's the only goal that you can focus on. Win enough games to get to the SEC tournament. And then beyond that, maybe you're like, well, you know, if you're right there at 12 or 13 and your RPI has gotten better, maybe you can play, you know, to Friday in Hoover, and that's enough to get in. But but what? As a, a three-seed on the road somewhere? But at this point, you can't be picky, right? I mean, you're just trying to get in, period. Right, you take a three-seed on the road somewhere. Stay no on, doubt. I mean, if somebody said right now, hey, you can have a three-seed on the road at the number one overall national seed, or you can watch the tournament on television, you're signing up to be the three at the number one overall. No questions State asked. And Ole Miss will both pack their bags for Knoxville. No question about it. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you know you're not going to the one technically, overall then. Technically, they couldn't go to the number one, but they could go to number two. They could go to Oregon State or to Miami. Although no Miami question. lost the series this weekend. No question. And Chase says, done deal, sold. That's... Plus, you might get to see a fight if you were in Knoxville. Dude, I'm so far out on Tony Vitello, it's not even funny. Great coach, all that stuff. That's an adult baby. The epitome of, I will dish it out, my guys will dish it out, but if you give us a little bit of a taste of our medicine, I will melt down like my two-year-old when he doesn't get an M&M. I have a theory on why. I was hoping he would take about two more steps towards Tim Hudson, because that problem would have gotten solved real quick. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We will be right back.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. They're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Look for delays on 55 southbound in Hines County at Daniel Lake Boulevard. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good so far this afternoon. Nothing out of the ordinary. Buckle up and drive safe. Have a great afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Last month, we gave you some of our biggest and best deals ever, but in April, Ridgeland Mitsubishi is determined to give you even more. We're giving you more selection to choose from, more affordable payments, and more savings than ever before. Get here now to take advantage of these amazing offers. Pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. Want more? The Mirage averages a whopping 40 miles per gallon. That's right, only $249 per month, and get huge savings on gas. Still want more? Then don't forget about Ridgeland Mitsubishi's new lifetime powertrain warranty. That's right, a lifetime powertrain warranty. Ridgeland Mitsubishi. And we'll give you more for your old vehicle, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So bring your trade in today. And remember, you are approved. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. With all of this, who could ask for more? RidgelandMitsubishi.com. This is the opportunity you've been waiting for. So get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today. Or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We'll approve credit deal for details. When you partner with R.J. Young for your business printing needs, you get the R.J. Young difference, superior service, in-house leasing option, and a we-make-it-right guarantee. Choose R.J. Young's HPA4 for your business's managed print services and supplies. Print with confidence and trust HP Original Supplies for consistent, uninterrupted printing. To learn more about our office equipment and technology, visit rjyoung.com printers. R.J. Young partners with the best printer manufacturers like HP to offer you the best technology solutions that power your business. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is excited that grass cutting season has finally arrived. Harley has a large selection of in-stock Skag Zero Turns, Walt Behinds, and stand-on mowers. And Skag mowers are known for being simply the best in the lawn equipment industry. Skag has the mowing machine to meet your needs with a variety of models to choose from for whatever size property you might have. Skag is offering 0% financing and no money down, so buying a new mower has never been easier. Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt. Find us on Facebook or give us a call, 601-499-0944. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. The Huntington's Disease Society of America's South Region will be hosting the inaugural Mississippi Team Hope Walk on Saturday, May 21st at 9 a.m. at Lakeshore Park in Brandon. Huntington's disease is fatal and a genetic disease described as having ALS, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's simultaneously. Join us in the fight against Huntington's disease at hdsa.org forward slash THWMS. 
To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Thanks for being with us on this Monday afternoon. A little bit of a uh, programming slash scheduling note. We'll push winners and losers back a little bit later in the show today because of a uh, scheduling issue. Mike Bianco needed to visit with us earlier today, so we're going to talk with him at 4.05. That's about 10 minutes from right now. And then we'll visit with Chris Lamonis at 4.20 in his normally scheduled time. So that's what's coming up over the uh, next little bit. We did have a question from Chris in Oxford. He said, what did I miss with the Tennessee series? So in Saturday's game, Auburn hit a three-run go-ahead home run. He was a three-run home run. And you had a bat flip. It was a big bat flip, but a bat flip nonetheless. Just unbridled excitement from the Auburn hitter. Was it was it Deshera that hit the home run? It was not Deshera, I don't think. Okay, I mean, well, who, whoever it was, sure it was not. All right, so big bat flip, and it's a right-handed hitter, and so he's headed up the first base line, and he flips it, and it goes over in the direction of the Tennessee dugout. Probably a little over exuberant, and then when it hits the turf, it takes a bounce even farther toward the Tennessee dugout, and it rolls to about two feet. So, the sheriff himself, Tony Vitello, pops out of the dugout. He is, after all, the long arm of the law. And he uh, he grabs the bat that's laying about two or three feet in front of Tennessee's dugout. And he doesn't say anything to anybody. He doesn't toss it back toward home plate where the bat boy or bat girl can pick it up. He turns around and slings it back across toward the Auburn dugout, and it just lands right among the Auburn players. Who are waiting on their guy to come around, tap, you know, touch home plate and celebrate outside of their dugout. He picked up a 34-inch bat and slung it back across the diamond. The head coach at Auburn's players and coaches. Those two words, you said it right there. He is the head coach. Yep. It wasn't a player who popped out of the dugout and did it. It wasn't a GA. It wasn't an assistant coach. It was the head coach, Tony Vitello, picks up the bat and slings it back toward Auburn. And fortunately doesn't hit anybody. It's embarrassing is what that is. See, I think Chase said it on the text line. He's always got good stuff to say. If I were an opponent of Tennessee... I would intentionally pester him because I think he's going to explode. If you think chest bumping an umpire and tossing a bat's the furthest he will go, I think you're wrong. 
and especially when they start playing teams that are competitive with them. Look at what happened. Auburn made Tennessee work for it this weekend, and look at what he did. The the touching home plate with one finger and the daddy hat and the pimp robe and all that stuff that they do. All this crap that they do is fun when you're playing teams that you're better than. What's going to happen, though, in a Super Regional? When you're playing a really good NC State team or whoever it is that ends up in Knoxville. And they pop you in Game 1. How's he going to handle it? it? It's so funny to think about the discussion we had at the beginning of the year, about the beginning of the season, about Dave Van Horn. But, man, I wish Arkansas played Tennessee this year so that no fun league Dave Van Horn could just go ahead and get that taken care of for us. Or like I said, if that bat had gotten a little closer, if it hit a player, I don't know that they would have been able to stop Tim Hudson from going over there and just getting him a piece of Tony Vitello. And I think I know how that fight would have gone. I'm, I'm going to give Chase Parham credit for this because I thought it was a really funny line. What about Butch Thompson? Are you sure that a guy named Butch from Monroe County is where where you want to start a fight? I wouldn't mess with a guy named Butch under most circumstances. I know Butch well enough to know he's such a nice guy. I don't know that I've ever seen him snap. But I know Tim Hudson would not have tolerated much more of that. You hit my kid with a bat, and I, I can snap real quick. Well, he, here's I, I was having a conversation with somebody earlier today and said, Does this get, is this sustainable for Tennessee? Can they continue to play this role of bad boy, villain, on edge, looking for a fight all the time and sustain it? And here's what my response was. You remember that guy in high school that always wanted to fight? Like, there's one guy. He was, like, just looking triggered, ready to throw down at any point. I think that's Tony Vitello. And that's why Tennessee can't handle it. It's not that Tennessee's necessarily mad at you celebrating. They're just looking for a reason to fight. I don't know if that's sustainable or not. But it feels like it's kind of teetering on the edge. It's so funny that we all thought that Vanderbilt was going to be the biggest villain in college baseball. Nope, it's their in-state rival. Sports Talk Mississippi. Mike Bianco will join us on the Farm Bureau phone line when we come back to begin the 4 o'clock hour. Fox News, I'm Rich Dennison. Officials in Ukraine are trying to evacuate civilians from a city that country's east has been battered by Russian attacks. Hundreds of Ukrainian Marines, along with innocent elderly people, women and children, have been hiding out in the dark tunnels beneath the massive Azovstal steel plant. Some are injured, they're running out of medicine, food and water. Now Ukrainian President Zelensky says the humanitarian corridors that were set up by the UN and the Red Cross to release civilians are finally working. Fox's Matt Finn is in Lviv, Ukraine. The trucking and farming industries are being hit hard by rising fuel prices, which are now at all-time highs. The average price for a gallon of diesel, five thirty-two per gallon, according to AAA, up about 4.3% from just a week ago, and nearly twice as much as it was this time last year. Fox's Jeff Manasso, America's listening to Fox News. 
When I got hurt on the field, I thought I was done playing sports. That all changed after my visit to Mississippi Sports Medicine. My super surgeon drew up the perfect game plan. It was my recovery and their game plan that proved the game-winning combination. 20 physicians, seven subspecialties, one focus. You, Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm JT Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. Back in November, the United States Senate passed a $1 trillion infrastructure plan, and today Governor Tate Reeves announced what that plan will do specifically for Mississippi, beginning with $100 million going directly towards the state's roads and bridges. Then you have $300 million that will be used to improve rural drinking water. Another $450 million will go towards water infrastructure projects. And last but not least, a whopping $1.42 billion has been invested directly into the Mississippi Department of Transportation. Every one of these dollars symbolizes the potential to start and finish new projects that Mississippians know are needed in their communities. The infrastructure plan was voted on by all Senate Democrats as well as 19 Republicans, including Roger Wicker. According to Mississippi's senior senator, he was all for the bill as, quote, roads, bridges, broadband, ports, rail, and clean water are the building blocks for a healthy economy. In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest, not long ago, I wasn't sure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my healthcare provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting the MSWay.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association. That's right, now you can play Wheel of Fortune practically anywhere. With the Wheel of Fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery, you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket. The top prize is a cool $100,000. It even has its own second chance promotional prizes. You can win trips, prizes, and yes, even more cash. Get your Wheel of Fortune scratch-off tickets today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. That was the sound a handful of Mississippi players heard over the weekend right before their name was called in the 2022 NFL Draft. Overall, nine players from Mississippi colleges and universities were selected, starting with Bulldog offensive lineman Charles Cross taken number nine overall by the Seattle Seahawks. Cross's teammate Martin Emerson was later selected in the third round by the Cleveland Browns. Out of Ole Miss, Matt Corral went to the Panthers, Snoop Connor to the Jaguars, Chance Campbell to the Titans, Mark Robinson to the Steelers, and Dean Leonard to the Chargers. Jackson State's James Houston was also selected, making him the 100th Tiger in the program's storied history to be taken in the draft. Outside of the draft, a multitude of players also earned contracts, including tight end Grayson Gunner of Southern Miss. To view the full list of new NFL players from the Magnolia State, log on to supertalk.fm. I'm JT Mitchell.
as a farmer, I I grow U.S. from a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson ninety-seven point three. I can't believe what I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. o'clock hour with you sports talk mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm supertalktv.com thanks for being with us in the pearl river resort studios visit pearlriverresort.com pearl river resort the home of the sports book at timeout lounge mike bianco joins us today a little bit earlier than normal but kind to spend a few minutes with us uh coach thanks for your time as always tough weekend you you get one on friday night and then in a lot of ways, play well enough to win the next two games, but just not able to get it done, and ultimately it's Arkansas that takes two out of three this weekend. What, what was your takeaway? No, I think you're exactly right. I, I, I think, you know, uh, it's unfortunate, but, you know, I, I thought we did play pretty well, just not well, you know, well enough, and, uh, uh, you know, certainly I thought we, we, we got, you know, three good starts out of our guys, which, you know, hasn't always been like that this year. Uh, and the, and the bullpen, you know, pitched well enough. You know, I know we got walked off on, on Friday, or excuse me, Saturday. Uh, but, uh, you know, what Arkansas really does this year is they really pitch and they really defend. And, uh, you know, they just don't give up runs. And in, in conference play, they, they give up the least amount of runs next to Tennessee. So, you know, the second least amount of runs. And, and you can see why. And then, of course, obviously a tough environment there. And uh, we, we competed. We played really hard uh, and, you know, got really close and, you know, swing away, you know, a few innings. And, you know, it's a, it's a totally different weekend. But, again, just come up short. Was this collectively the best you've been defensively in conference play? I mean, you had the four double plays in, in Friday night's game, but just kind of over the course of the weekend, making all the plays that you're supposed to make? Yeah, you know, uh, pretty much so. You know, I, th- I thought uh, a couple of dumb couple dumb mistakes, a couple drop fly balls and, you know, some wind playing havoc with us a little bit, but you, you're right, you know, making pitches, making plays, it's, it's kind of been, you know, the focus, you know, early in the season when we weren't having success, uh, we let, you know, innings balloon on us because we just didn't make plays and, uh, and you know, sometimes they go down as hit, not necessarily errors, but, but you know, sometimes you got to make a diving catch, you got to turn a double play or throw out a guy stealing, you got to help your pitcher along, and we weren't able 
able to do that early in the season. We did that this weekend. You know, we, we made plays, like you said, turn double plays. Uh, uh, we had a, a, a caught stealing by uh, Dunhurst and another, you know, catcher's interference. Just a lot of different plays that helped the pitchers that pitched well, but, but uh, certainly they'll take all the help they, they can get out there. So you've talked to us some throughout the course of the year about the fact that you know, there's a lot of experience on offense, and at times the offense has looked really good. In the last couple of weekends, pitching and defense has been better. 11 games left in the regular season. I know the the answer is you hope so, but is there a way to put all three parts of the game together for the last three weeks of the regular season to, to really try and make a run? No, I think there, there's definitely, you know, there, there's, there's still a path. You know, we you know uh, we don't talk about that path very much, but they realize, you know, the path to postseason, the path to, to, to finishing well. You know, with each loss gets narrower. Uh, with each win, you know, gets a little, you know, maybe a little wider and a little, you know, more clear. Uh, but you know, you got to play good baseball when you play in our league. You got to play really good baseball, and unfortunately, we played pretty good baseball this weekend. And and you know, what can happen? It's a very unforgiving league. Sometimes they just play better than you, and played a really good you know team on the road, and they just played a little bit better than us. But certainly, I think uh, you know uh, we have it in us to do it. We just we haven't done it enough. We've done it in certain games. We did it on Friday. We did it on Tuesday against State down in Jackson. You know, we, we, we've done it. You know, we just haven't done it enough, you know, over a weekend. And if you do it enough, if you keep knocking on the door, then eventually it opens. And, you know, once it opens, some good things are going to happen. But, you know, again, like you said, there's 11 games left. We, we don't have a lot of time, for, you know, for the, to, to wait for that to happen. We've got to make it happen. So, so you kind of answered where I wanted to go next. I was going to ask if, if you have a conversation, if maybe team leaders have a conversation where they say, look, the, you know, the, the opportunity to get to the postseason, which is a goal every year, is, is getting really tight. Do you have that conversation? You say, no, that's not something specifically you talk about? They know that, you know, I, come on, they're 18 and 22 years old, but they, they know, uh, because of shows like yours and the internet. And not, I'm not complaining about that. It's the world that they live in, you know, that, you know, it's the information age, right? And so, you know, I don't think anybody is sitting there going, Hey, you know, you know, what's, how many, what's the percentage of the guys that, you know, win 12 games in the SEC that make it to postseason? I mean, that those are on every show that they watch. They're all <laughs> over the internet and everything else. So I don't know that they need to necessarily be reminded of it they they also need to know you know how, how do you how do you you know make that path how do you get on that path and you know a lot of the things we just discussed today so we try not to focus too much on it but certainly it's the elephant in the room you know they we all know that you have to win games to to get the postseason Missouri coming up this weekend so finals week in Oxford no midweek games and then you got a Missouri team that you know, you look and they got the same record in league play that you've got going into this past weekend. They were sitting there at five wins and you know worst SEC record, and yet they win a series at home against Missouri or against Mississippi State. And it feels like this Missouri team's been one of those all year long where they hadn't won a ton of games, but it feels like they're in almost every game and just scratch and claw all the time. No, you're exactly right, and and I I didn't you know we haven't started looking at the tape yet, but uh, but you're right. You know, it, it's a team that you know it's you know, you follow from a distance. You know, they're in a lot of weekends. They they got opportunities to win games. Uh, it's it's a it's a team that 
you know, obviously, you know, against you know Mississippi State played well last weekend, and uh, again, let's face it, we haven't won a ton of these games, and so every every game is big for us, and every game is a difficult game for us. So, you know, uh, not 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 an easy weekend by any means. All right, that's coming up Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 6.30 on Friday, 6 o'clock Saturday, and one thirty on Sunday. Coach, as always, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us a little bit early today. Thanks, Richard. Appreciate it. That's Mike Bianco, head coach for the Rebels, visiting with us on this Monday afternoon. Had some things that he needed to take care of uh, later today, and so visiting a little early. Chris Lalonis will join us uh, at 4.20, so that's coming up in, uh, in just a few minutes. And, yeah, guys, we... What we were talking about in the, the first hour of the show, right, is Ole Miss had opportunities, and you just got to make plays. And I, I don't know. It, you, you've kind of gotten to a point where you just wonder. Borky, you made the point. They hadn't quit. No. It, 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 you know, there's one game where they've looked awful, and it was that game against Southeast Missouri State in the midweek a couple of weeks ago. They bounced back from that, played well against Mississippi State. They beat Mississippi State in the midweek. They played pretty well against Arkansas. You just wonder if there's enough there. I don't even mean like to get over the hump or be like, oh, yeah, it's a postseason team, but just to get some wins down the stretch. It, what, what's shocking, I mean, you said it earlier, but you've it's hard to contextualize what happened Saturday night. Or no, was it Sunday. We're seventh inning, second and third, no, no out. That was Saturday. That was Saturday, Saturday night. night. I was right the first time, I guess. Uh, second and third, nobody out in the seventh. Bases loaded, nobody out in the eighth. First and second, nobody out in the ninth. And that combined scored one run. Here you go. Here you go. Top of the seventh. Arkansas leading three to two. Chatagnier, uh hit by a pitch. Ben Van Cleve pinch hits. He doubles down the left field line. So you got first and uh, second and third. And then you get a. All right, so you had second and third with nobody out in the seventh inning. Strikeout, fielder's choice, intentional walk, pop out. And that ends the inning. It's three to two going into the bottom of the eighth. Walk, 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 call to the bullpen, ground ball double play that scores a run, strikeout swinging into the inning. And so it's 3-3. Three to three. And then you go to the ninth. Lead off walk, second man walk, strikeout, ground ball double play, 3-3 three, three going to the bottom of the ninth. And it just kind of felt predictable then. Right. I mean, you get a pop out and then a single and then a walk and then a three run home run ball game. I mean, in its entirety, in that game on Saturday, I mean, listen to this box score. Arkansas walked eight and they hit a batter. That's nine free passes in the game. Plus, Ole Miss had eight hits and they scored three runs. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to wrap your mind around. What, what is anti? What is the word for anti-clutch? I don't know. And then Arkansas kind of scattered the walks all over the place on uh, on Sunday. 
Jackson Wiggins, the starter, he only lasted three innings. And then they turned it over to Zach Morris, and he goes three innings and gives up one hit. And then Brady Tiger, for the second time in as many days, pitches, and he goes three innings and gives up one hit. But the starter walked three, the middle guy walked two, and Tiger walked four. Nine walks and five hits, again, only leading to three runs. And Brady Tiger got saves on Saturday and Sunday. It's the Mississippi guy we've talked a lot about from DeSoto County who chose to go to Arkansas. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Chris Lamonis will join us next. We'll talk about Mississippi State's weekend. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. In Hines County, two right lanes are blocked southbound on 55 due to an accident at Daniel Lake Boulevard. Also seeing delays 49 southbound in Richland just before Old 49. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to finance your auto, home, boat, and more. Also take advantage of the free check and a mobile deposit capture at River Trust Federal Credit Union. I would buy her the moon if I could, but I've got to stick to my budget. John and Corey, how can I afford the diamond she really wants? You know, I think you'll be genuinely surprised by how much diamond you can afford at Juniker Jewelry Company. Because here you will find 10 times the diamonds and engagement rings of average jewelry stores. And the true diamond experts to help you put it all together. The diamond engagement ring of her dreams is right here, right now at Juniker Jewelry Company. And with multiple financing options and good credit, it can be remarkably affordable. We even have diamond engagement rings complete with your choice of center diamonds, starting at under $2,000. So, what are you waiting for? Go ahead. Give her the moon. We make it easy at Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com. Juniker Jewelry, because love can't wait. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. I'm Michael Cassidy. I've been honored to serve our country as a fighter pilot in the Navy. Now, I'm eager to continue that service as your next congressman. Just like President Trump, I believe in America first. That means auditing the 2020 election, ending vaccine mandates, and stopping illegal immigration. And on day one, I'll introduce articles of impeachment against Joe Biden for his gross incompetence in Afghanistan and along our southern border. I'm Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Hey, Cassidy for Congress. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. Arm your 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Hey guys, what happened? What the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi. Back with you and back to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Chris Lamonis joins us right now, head baseball coach at Mississippi State. Bulldogs go to Missouri this weekend and kind of a weird series, honestly. Just absolutely beat it all over the ballpark on Friday night with a 13-4 to win. She was on the other foot on Saturday and then a tight game with Missouri getting the walk-off when it was all said and done. Chris, what's your takeaway from uh, from this past weekend? Uh, disappointed. You know, uh, we played really well on Friday night. Um, did not play well, like you said, on Saturday. Just uh, d- didn't get a good start. Just didn't get out of the gate. And, um, you know, in our situation, pitching-wise, it's just hard to – you know, you're you're saving a couple bullpen guys probably for the next day trying to get the series. So, uh, and then, you know, we don't get the series on, on Sunday. So, uh, disappointed head flight home. Coach, when you look at Preston Johnson, back-to-back weeks where he's just given up the long ball in spades. So, yeah, gave up, what, four against Ole Miss and then uh, another four or five this weekend against against Missouri. Is it just a, a bad stretch for him, or has something changed for him delivery-wise, mechanics-wise, that, that's got him giving up these home runs and these numbers? Well, it's, it's a couple things. It's really not – he hasn't changed anything. He's got to get out the gate better. He's got to come out in the first and have better stuff and – something we've spoke about as a, as a coaching staff. We have played – Preston's a fly ball pitcher, and we've played in two ballparks where, man, the, the wind is – I mean, this weekend it was 20-mile-an-hour straight out the center. So you're, you're giving up some balls maybe you don't give up on a normal day. But the home run doesn't kill you. It's the two HVPs and the walk in front of it, you know. That's where the home run ends up being a big deal. We knew we were going to get some. We were going to give up a couple cheap balls over the weekend. It just, you know, they happen to hit theirs when you know we walked a guy or hit a guy, you know, in front of it. Instead of being a solo home run, it ends up being a grand slam. When you look at this season, you know, I look, a quick look at your resume shows you know you've been in the postseason. I think five of your six years as a head coach, or six or seven. I'm not sure of the the correct number there, coach. Sorry about that. And you know. You've always had winning records. Has this been the most frustrating season of your coaching career? Just where you where you at at this point? Yeah, I would say so. You know, I like like I said, I think it's been six of seven years in the postseason, and um, you know, it's it, it's it's tough. It's just you're not used to it. Our kids aren't used to it. These kids have been been around a lot of success too, and it's just been a uh, it has it's been a grind and. Uh, you know, from some of the injuries, we, we didn't play well early. And then, um, you know, we've had spurts. But the, probably the hardest part for me, and I told the team when we got back here in Starkville yesterday, um, I still feel like we have a good team. We just haven't played our best. And um, we have some holes and some gaps in there. Some injuries have caused that a little bit. But still, we have the ability to play good baseball. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that happens here over the next couple of weeks. Coach, we were talking to Mike Bianco just a second ago. And can I ask him, you know, 11 or so games left, do you talk to your team about what you've got to do to get to the postseason? He said no. They, he said, guys, no, but we don't talk about it. What about you? How, how do you deal with that with your team? Say, look, there, there's a very finite amount of baseball left, and to get where we want to be, this has got to happen, or do you kind of avoid that conversation? 
Yeah, we've never had it either. So we, our kids know. Like you, you could tell in our dugout on Sunday, our kids were ready to play, and they knew. Um, but we haven't spoke about it one time. We we just, you know, and I, I I've even mentioned to I don't read the rankings. I don't read the RPIs. Right. I mean, just it does no good besides wasted mental energy right now. And it's it's about us going out and playing. And that's a disappointment for us last week, is we felt like we came off a great series against Ole Miss. Um, actually. I wasn't disappointed in the way we played on Tuesday night in Pearl because I felt like we hit a lot of balls well and just yeah. felt like we were really starting to play good baseball. And uh, to have two, you know, tough games here the last two days has, has been disappointing. But we don't we don't sit and talk the way probably fans talk. And that's what makes it fun as a fan. You get to have all those scenarios. But for us, it's just it's just wasted. It's just wasted time. I mean, ours is about preparing to play really good the next day and and get on a roll because somebody in the country is getting on a roll. Somebody's going to play good over this last stretch, and somebody in the SEC because there's about six or eight of us that that need to get on a good stretch if we're going to make postseason runs. One thing I always hear coaches say: you talk about you control what you can control. Don't worry about the, the outside things. You talk about control the controllables. What's the controllable for you that you, you feel like your team needs to fix the the most quickly going into these final three series? You know, it's it, it's it's about staying invested and staying locked in as a group. You know, um, I think that's the biggest thing. And um, you know, I, I, we don't really have a big change in our rotation or our bullpen or. Our, our lineup right now, we are who we are. It's about, you know, having good work, enjoy being there, being locked in. Because this time the last month of the year, you got some teams, man, they're ready to check it in and, and head to summer ball. And um, our, our team's not in that mode right now. They, they're really prideful and trying. You know, we, we had great practices last week, and, and I thought we were really about to take off. So I think those are the biggest things, just keeping them invested, keeping them locked in. Um, man, there's there's a lot of pride in this program, and I think that's what keeps them motivated and moving forward. You, you never know exactly oh, go ahead, what Jerry. you're going to get sometimes in the transfer portal when, when you bring in a guy. I'm curious what you felt like you were going to get from R.J. Yeager. You're talking about a guy that had, what, over 200 starts at shortstop at Mercer, and it produced at a really high yeah. level. But did you expect this from him this year? No, not not as much. I, I thought it was going to be something close, and I thought we were going to get a veteran guy who knew how to play. And you know, the biggest thing about RJ is was the, uh, you know, he came in like as the captain there at Mercer. I mean, just a very mature kid, a kid who had, like you said, played a ton of games, and and is and you know he was just okay in the fall. Like the stuff was good. It's a little funky if you watch that swing. <laughs> There's some funkiness in there, but man, he has had a SEC season like as as good as anybody out there, and. Um, he's just handled everything. Even, you know, he had a rough start, didn't play for probably seven or eight games early and, um, just, just handle it. And, and when you handle it that way, I think the game rewards that you're seeing a guy, you know, he, he's just playing really well. And of course, Jaeger is sort of the, 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 the new face of college sports kind of coming from the portal. I know you're not looking ahead to next season. You've still got games to play, but when you think about it, are you going to be an active participant in the transfer portal, even maybe even more so than you've been the past couple of seasons? Well, we only had, you know, we had it last year, really, is the only one. Um, we've had some grad transfers here over time, but, you know, I would imagine we're going to be in the portal some. I don't want to build a poor program out of the portal. Um, but because of our injuries, we may have to do a little bit more because when you, when you lose uh, Stone Simmons or Brooks Auger, it, 
man, it's awful for this year, but man, they, they don't pitch next year either. You know, so there's the, the, you know, when you lose some of those guys, that's what makes it really tough is, you know, how, how can you get them back? And maybe they come back, but it's just, you can't count on it. So for us in the portal, we may have to do it maybe a little bit more normal, but you're not one to build your program that way. And I think it's nice to be able to bring in one big guy and, I think what we have to offer, I think kids watch all over the country, and we always, you know, they want to experience, you know, baseball at this level, and then this is an experience for a lifetime. And so, um, you know, I think it's very attractive for a lot of kids. So we'll deal with it a little bit. One last thing before we get you out of here. You know, we talk about postseason play. You know the math. You know how many games you're probably going to have to win. Do you already feel like you're in postseason play? Do you, do you already have a sort of a winner or don't go or sorry winner go home mentality with this team entering these final three series? I think so. Yeah, I think you probably have that with our guys. I mean, they, they kind of understand what they need and um, they are showing up ready to go. Like I said on Sunday, you could feel it. It felt like we were trying to you know to secure a championship or something the way we had to come out and play because you, you know you had to get that series. That, that They had the sense of urgency, I guess, is the word you you could use there of just being able to come out and being ready to play. And I, I think uh, I think we have that right now. We're in exams this week, but next game we play, school will be over. We seem to always play better when school's out too. So hopefully um, we can get these guys done with their classes and, and move into playing this last month of baseball. Chris, always appreciate your time on these Mondays. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Take care. That's Chris Lamonis, head baseball coach at Mississippi State. He said when they get back on the field, they will be done with school. That is on Friday night against Florida. 7 o'clock first pitch on the SEC Network Friday night. Saturday night, 6.30 on ESPNU. And then Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock to wrap it up against the, uh, the Florida Gators. Two midweek games left, so it's three against Florida, then Samford, three against A&M, then North Alabama, and then three against Tennessee and Starkville to close it out. Two of the final three weekends at home. And what? I mean, sitting there at 9-12 and 12 in the SEC, so that means you've got to go four and, and five. You have to go four and five. Oh, I, I, I think with this team, our, our team's RPI, they, they need to get to 15 wins. Okay. I mean, 86 RPI, that's going to be difficult. Yeah, I kind of forgot about the RPI piece. Wins. Yeah, you, you're not getting in with no. 13 league wins and that. No. No. So, do you think 6-3 and three is the, and the number? Well, I mean, 6-3 and three plus you got to win those two non-conference, which isn't a given. For this yeah. Mississippi State team. So eight and three. Sports Talk Mississippi, eleven left for all three teams, Southern Miss, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State. Back with you after this, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at Supertalk.fm and Supertalktv.com. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A slight chance of rain today, partly sunny, high near 88. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 68. Your Tuesday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 88. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high all the way up to 90 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. 
Carter Jewelers is having our annual balloon pop sale, and it's a good one. This is how the balloon pop works. After you have made your jewelry selection, you pick and pop a balloon that will have a discount voucher of at least an extra, and I mean an extra, 10 to 30% off your entire purchase. All balloons win with discount vouchers up to an extra 30% off our May Madness sale prices. You're not going to beat our sale prices the way they are, but with the extra balloon pop discounts, the savings are incredible. All purchases include lunch for two at my favorite restaurant, the Aladdin Mediterranean Grill. And Dad, don't forget to tell them about our 12 months interest-free financing. And don't forget about our no-credit check financing. That's Carter Jewelers, the oldest business in Jackson, located on the corner of High and State Street, and at the Pemberton Kroger Plaza in Vicksburg. Sale in Saturday, Mother's Day Eve at 6 p.m. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Katherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. Let's get ready for summer. Gear up at Miskelly's for all your entertaining and save up to $300. Host an outdoor gathering on beautiful new outdoor furniture or freshen up the inside with a new piece or a whole room. Since you can finance for 60 months with no money down, payments are a breeze. You'll find the discounts and the financing you need to get your home ready for the season. It's going to be a great summer, outside and in. Start it off at Miskelly's. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. Back in November, the United States Senate passed a $1 trillion infrastructure plan, and today Governor Tate Reeves announced what that plan will do specifically for Mississippi, beginning with $100 million going directly towards the state's roads and bridges. Then you have $300 million that will be used to improve rural drinking water. Another $450 million will go towards water infrastructure projects. And last but not least, a whopping $1.42 billion has been invested directly into the Mississippi Department of Transportation. Every one of these dollars symbolizes the potential to start and finish new projects that Mississippians know are needed in their communities. The infrastructure plan was voted on by all Senate Democrats as well as 19 Republicans, including Roger Wicker. According to Mississippi's senior senator, he was all for the bill as, quote, roads, bridges, broadband, ports, rail, and clean water are the building blocks for a healthy economy. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV exhibit and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. 
At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back in play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Get the news that matters to Mississippi on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Each weekday starting at 10 a.m., Gerard brings you a spirited debate on the key stories of the day with the newsmakers and powerful reporting on the issues you care about. Listen on your local Super Talk station or anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. And watch the show live on C Spire Channel 70, Super Talk TV, and on the Super Talk Mississippi app. Junction in the Grove and to the top. Don't yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Good to be with you. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Listen, if you got baseball on the brain, but we're not necessarily talking about college baseball, then uh, you might want to listen for this. The prestigious Cotton States Baseball Collegiate League is still accepting applications. That's between now and Mother's Day. And, oh, by the way, heads up, Mother's Day is this Sunday. Uh, Still accepting applications to participate in one of the best summer wood bat leagues in the South. Be sure to go to cottonstatesleague.com or call them at 662-539-2440. They're celebrating their 14th season this year. So that is for the Collegiate League. But it's not just the collegiate league. Great players, great coaches, great facilities. It's all wrapped up in a very competitive league that helps you further your baseball career. And the high school and junior high versions, those players can go to the exact same website, cottonstatesleague.com, to participate in the Cotton States July or Fall League. Last year that featured 26 teams showcasing some of the top talent in the state. And you have had a ton of guys that have gone on to play college ball that have participated in either the junior high or the high school league or once in college have participated in the uh, collegiate league. Guys like old Brandon Woodruff. It's turned out okay for him post-high school Cotton States League. Uh, Braylon Skinner, Jet Butler, Nick Vickerson all played in the league. Guys that were at Mississippi State. Some former Ole Miss players, John Andy Scott, Scott Weatherby, Jeremy Massey, they all played in it as well. And you've got even some uh, current college players, like the guys at Louisiana Tech, Jackson Lancaster and Kyle Krigger. Uh, just a ton of players from all over the southeast and the state of Mississippi that have participated. If you are a coach that's got a player looking for a spot, or you're a player, or maybe a parent with a player looking for a spot, visit cottonstatesleague.com. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. Glad as always to be with you. Anything for you stand out 
from our conversation with Chris Lamonis? Honestly, the, the the comments about the portal because that's surprising to me. That's surprising when I look at that the they're Mississippi, not going to go heavy state team. Yeah, when you look at this team next year, you're going to lose Hancock, Tanner, uh, Cam Yeager. James, obviously Jaeger. Obviously, you're going to lose uh, Landon Sims. Uh, Cumbus will be gone. You haven't had any success with any of the guys you've run out there in center field. You need to fill that spot. I mean, you got a lot of big holes to fill. Did he say he wasn't going to or that he doesn't want to? Because I feel like those might end up being two different things. <laughs> he said that they would be active in, 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 the, in the portal, but he didn't. He, we talked about not building through a program through the portal. I mean, I, I get that, you know, I get that. But at the same time, you know, I feel like next year you got to be a little more active than, than normal. In the portal, because you got some some big spots to fill. You 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 need impact players next season. Rotation, all three guys back. Yeah, Brandon Smith, Preston well, I mean, Johnson, obviously, Kate Smith. Now Brandon Smith. I can't, I don't think Brandon Smith has any eligibility left. I, I think I think this is it for him. I could be wrong. I can let me double check that. Uh, Kate Smith is obviously back. Preston Johnson should be gone next year. Okay. And then Casey Hunt, I would expect him to have to be. I mean, he's draft eligible, so I would expect him to to go. All right, let's see here. Brandon so Preston Smith Johnson is, is just a junior, a right? senior. Right, but he'd be draft eligible. Okay. And you think goes high enough that probably makes that jump? I mean, I I, I think so. I mean, yeah. Brandon Smith has played what the nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, and now twenty-two seasons. Yeah, he he's a senior. Sure. Which there's an extra year in there if he wants it. Right. If he wants it, and if they want it, I think they would want it. But I mean, I, that's a guy I think could get drafted. I mean, he he strikes me as a guy who can, uh, who can pitch at the next level. Yeah. Porky, anything for you stand out? Hey, you guys touched on it. We do get a message that says portal is usually disgruntled players, not a good sign. I disagree with that. Maybe used to be. I don't think that's what it is anymore. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's the best player on state's team is from the portal. Yeah, especially when you are a program like a Mississippi State. Because as we reference all the time, it's not just buttering the programs here up. There's, what, five other college baseball programs that care the way they do here? I mean, there are very few places where on a Saturday afternoon you can play in front of 13,000 people. In fact, there's two others. In all of college baseball, there's two other places where that phenomenon exists. And so if you're a guy that is paying your own way to go to Mercer... And you've got a chance to go play in front of that and elevate your competition level. That doesn't mean you're disgruntled. It means there's an opportunity that you can seize to go there. You're seeing it in football. Ole Miss has a linebacker no, none of you have ever heard of because he has been an elite player at Central Michigan. And now there's an opportunity for him to go play in the SEC and show the NFL, I'm not just good for... Central Michigan. I'm good, so pick me. doesn't mean he wasn't unhappy at a place like Central Michigan. It means there's an opportunity to go play in the best league in America. So 
yes, there are some disgruntled players that hit the portal. Those aren't the guys that Chris Lamontis is going to sign anyway if he goes down that road. It's going to be the guy that can really play that is coming from a place like Mercer or elsewhere to elevate their opportunity. Or even, you know, programs that lose their coach. And maybe the new coach doesn't find a new job. And you, so you got guys who just want to go. I mean, obviously it's not the same because Jay Johnson went to LSU, but he got a couple of their, some of their best players, including, you know, Jacob Berry, who's just mashing home runs all over the yard down there mm-hmm. in Baton Rouge. So there's, there's players to be had. You want to be, do, you want, do we want to be real honest for a second? When Bianco at the end of this season is let go at Ole Miss, and that's likely to what happened, there could be players. There's, there's players on that roster state offered. That state recruited, you could see a couple of rebels make the move to Starkville, and whoever the new guy is would. I mean, you saw it at LSU. Bring his kids with him. Yeah. Why do you think LSU? I mean, they're not particularly good, but why do you think they match the way they do? But they would be a lot worse without those yes. players. Yeah. And it will be wholesale, but you know. Two or three. No, no, I'm not saying the whole roster is going anywhere. But I mean, who's Ole Miss's uh third baseman? Is he is he is he available to come next year? That's somebody state would probably just be in bench, bench isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. You know, that's, I know that, Gonzalez is short. Ole Miss's roster is going to look a lot different regardless of who's coaching this team next year because Justin Bench will be gone at third base slash center field. Tim Elko mm-hmm. will be gone at first base. Um, Hayden Leatherwood will be gone. I would imagine that Hayden Dunhurst will be gone. Gonzalez will Gonzalez be. Is, he'll he'll be a junior, a draft eligible junior, that probably will be the top ranked shortstop in America going into next season. Right. Chatagne. I mean, I, I don't know. And I assume he'll be back. Where's he going to go? Yeah, I mean, I, I but Gonzalez is the guy that you talk about draft being eligible. hot. You talk about Gonzalez. I mean, he's going to be a hot target in the portal because teams are go- teams are going to reach out. They're like, hey, you know, Bianco's gone. You know, you want to if you're looking for a change of scenery, we can certainly make a move. Yeah, Tambourine. No, see- nobody but- does that. <laughs> Yes, yes, they do. Although, oh, although there's less of that in baseball. I'm not saying it yes. doesn't exist, but there is significantly less of that in baseball. Yeah. I mean, good grief! I'd agree with that. Te- generally speaking, teams don't they they stop recruiting players once they commit somewhere, and that usually happens for That's elite players grade. as a sophomore or a junior. Freshman or yeah, sophomore, eighth, ninth yeah, grade it's sophomore. early. I'm now, just waiting for somebody to blow that practice up. It has already happened, and his name is Vitello. About the only guy in the SEC that that actively does that. Now, if a player that. changes their mind, or they decommit, or they you know open things back up, that's a different deal. But in terms of actively recruiting a committed player. It doesn't happen much in baseball. Not a rule against it, just the whole gentleman's agreement thing. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. 
take a timeout. Five o'clock hour. We will uh, we'll get to the college football fix. We'll circle back to winners and losers. We're going to talk about the draft some and the uh, wrap up of that. It was a pretty good weekend for the uh, for the SEC. I know you're shocked by that, right? The SEC once again leads the country with 65 draft picks. Next closest, the Big Ten at 48. Next closest after that, Pac-12 and Big 12 at 25. We'll be back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Still some minor delays. 49 southbound at the turn at Old 49. Also seeing heavy congestion. 475 southbound at 468 elsewhere. Things looking pretty good. Nothing out of the ordinary. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Mississippi Forestry Association is pleased to offer in-person teachers conservation workshops this June and July. These hands-on conservation workshops feature field trips to sawmills, tree farms, and other natural resource sites and prepare educators to use the award-winning Project Learning Tree curriculum in their classrooms. Workshops are held in North, Central, and South Mississippi and offer CEU credits for Mississippi educators. For more information or to register, go to msforestry.net forward slash tcw. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Here in C Spire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to C Spire Country. 
is just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Second to the four o'clock hour with you, Sports Talk in Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We'll get into the draft conversation more in the five o'clock hour, but let's just talk about the uh, the Mississippi guys that heard their names called. The wealthiest of the group now is Charles Cross after being drafted ninth overall. He was the number nine pick in the first round. That happened on Thursday night. We talked about that plenty on Friday. On Saturday. Same jersey number, by the way, for what that's worth. If you're in the yeah. market for a Seahawks jersey now, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. 67, right? Yep. Yeah. Same number he had in college. Yep. <laughs> hey, so Charles Cross can be wearing uh, number 67 for the Seahawks. I don't know if 67. you know this or not, but that's the same number that he wore at Mississippi State. <laughs> what he be? Oh, he same played at Mississippi number. State. That's cool. What number did he wear? The uh, the next 67. player from the state of Mississippi that heard his name called Sam Williams, second round pick of the Dallas Cowboys. I know second rounders aren't really supposed to be steals, but mm -hmm. th that concept exists. He might end up being one. I don't disagree with you at all. Especially with apparently what they're going to ask him to do. I, I saw some people that cover the team basically say, they're just going to ask him to rush the passer. He'll be a third hey, down guy. Go get the quarterback. Just go get the quarterback and then come out. And then when next third down, you're going to go get the quarterback. Like that'll be his role on this team. He could be great at that. That was 56 overall. That's a good spot for uh, for Sam Williams. Uh, riddle me this: if not for issues in Sam Williams' background, I mean. We, we, Brian Scott Rippey wrote that great story a couple of years ago that that really outlines some of, you know, what Sam had been through in terms of growing up in Alabama and some of the things that he's been exposed to. He had some what could have been legal troubles off the field that turned out not to be. He's a father. There's just a lot going on there. If he was just like your normal three-year guy in college with nothing other than just college kid stuff, is he a first-round pick? Probably. 
Remember, identical stats to Aiden Hutchinson. Identical and tested better. With a clean sheet. Yeah. I would say no. He had he had a, a good college career. He had a great senior year. I don't know if if it's the same though. I don't think he, he would have been a first rounder. Because I would throw Jeffrey Simmons' name at you. Yeah, Simmons, but Simmons had baggage and he was still a first rounder. But he did it for three years, right? Yeah. He he was great for three years, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the point you're making, right? Is that it wasn't yeah. just a one year thing? Yeah. Um, I mean, Sam Williams. Don't take anything away from his his senior year. He was the best pass rusher. I take that back. He's the second best pass rusher in the SEC. And but the number the first best guy would have been the number one pick this year if he was eligible to be so. Yeah. Martin Emerson goes in the third round of the Cleveland Browns. Bet you had Martin Emerson going ahead of Corral on your bingo card. Matt Corral goes later in the third round of the Carolina Panthers. I had somebody say to me yesterday that they're upset that Emerson went to Cleveland, by the way. I corrected him. You know, Cleveland's not a glamour city, but... You're kind of a stand for the city of Cleveland. I, I kind of... It, it, look, it, it's... Which is weird because you hate Ohio State. It's... It's fine. Like it, if you have money, you can enjoy Cleveland. But I'm t- with the Browns, that's a roster that can win. Absolutely, that's a roster that that can win. And I think Stefanski's a good coach, and they're, he's going to be on a good football team right away. So I know it's Cleveland, and there's a stigma, but there's a lot worse places he could have gone than Cleveland for sure. He, uh, you know, who was upset that he that he went to Cleveland? Joe Moorhead. There's an article about that today. He was upset as a Steelers fan. He did not like seeing Martin Emerson uh, go to, to the mm. Cleveland Browns. We will uh, we will discuss Matt Corral in much greater detail in the uh, 5 o'clock hour. Third-round pick of the Carolina Panthers. Is it a good situation? Is it a better situation than some? We'll, we'll, we'll just hold your thoughts there because there are layers to this. Snoop Connor to Jacksonville in the fifth round. I think you're going to look up in 10 years I and like he's still that. going to be on a roster somewhere. Yeah. I, just... I, I don't think Jacksonville is going to regret that pick. Will I think the question for him is, will he embrace special teams? Because other Ole Miss running back Brandon Bolden embraced special teams, still in the league. Yeah. Because I don't think he's like RB1 really anywhere. But he can get some carries, and if he embraces special teams, he can be in the league for a, for a long time. Chance Campbell to the Titans in the sixth round. There's another one. Special teams. If you embrace special Doesn't teams, he remind do you well. of his head coach. Doesn't Chance Campbell remind you of Mike Vrabel? Ooh, it's pretty good. I need to think on that comp yeah. just a little bit. Mark Robinson goes to Pittsburgh in the seventh round. Dean Leonard goes to the LA Chargers in the seventh round. College football fix coming up next. Listening to WFMN Florida Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi, powered by your street professionals at Peroni Street Pros, online at Peroni's Street Pros.com. Fox 
News. I'm Rich Dennison. The Biden administration is urging Congress to pass legislation to provide more funding for COVID testing, vaccine procurement, and treatment as cases rise in several areas of the country. There is a dire need uh, for money uh, to continue to fund our needs uh, on COVID. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says action should also be taken on President Biden's $33 billion request for additional funds to aid Ukraine to defend itself from Russia's attacks. Evacuation efforts continue in the eastern industrial city of Mariupol, Ukraine. They got out of that Azov steel plant where people were trapped for weeks, cut off for food, water, and medicine. Some saying they hadn't seen daylight for a month. And there's still some 2,000 soldiers and 1,000 civilians believed to be stuck in there. Fox's Griff Jenkins is in Kiev, Ukraine. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of refined dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It was an emotional night at the Country Music Hall of Fame ceremony last night in Nashville as Ashley and Winona Judd spoke on behalf of their mother, Naomi. The country music icon passed away this weekend after a long battle with mental illness. Naomi and Winona Judd were one of the most popular singing duos of the 80s, compiling 14 number one hits over a nearly 30-year career. Actress Ashley Judd was visibly upset as she held back tears while accepting the honor on behalf of her late mother. Your esteem for her and your regard for her really penetrated her heart. And it was your affection for her that did keep her going in these last years. The Judds were planning an arena tour that was supposed to begin in the fall with a stop in Biloxi October 27th. It would have been their first tour together in over a decade. takes milk chocolate ice cream and loads it with chocolate-coated peanut butter cups and peanut butter cookie dough pieces, you get chocolate peanut butter overload. <laughs> Better by a country smile. The good old days are being made right now.
struck a deal to take Twitter private for $44 billion, saying he wants to enhance the product with new features. Governor Tate Reeves called it a victory for free speech. Gulf Coast Business Council CEO Ashley Edwards believes Musk is looking beyond the U.S. He's as interested as how does this play in order to create a more free speech environment in a place like China as he does in the United States. Edwards referred to Musk as a disruptor. You know, he, he figured that the biggest issue with PayPal was that people took their money out of it. And he said essentially, you know, look, if I could ever get people to keep their money in here, we could replace banks. With Twitter, you know, it's I think it really goes towards his, his bigger goal of uh, trying to create uh, sort of a new public square uh, worldwide and even off the world. You know, he talks about ways to use Twitter as a foundation for a digital democracy on Mars. I'm Kelly Bennett. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say it. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate. On Super Talk Mississippi. hour with you on this Monday. It is Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We are coming to you as we do every single day from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Were you one of the folks that took advantage of the weather this weekend? Maybe snuck out to dance and grab at golf and played around at the Azaleas and played around at the Oaks and walked away thinking, man, why am I not doing this more often? Well, if you weren't, you should have been. But if you didn't, you can this weekend, or the next, or the next, or the next. You can book your golf package online at Dancing Rabbit Golf, or just visit PearlRiverResort.com to see all that's going on at Pearl River Resort. Sports Talk Mississippi brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. You can find them online at VisitOxfordMS.com. You can grab the calendar of events there and see all that is coming up. Graduation is this weekend. Oxford will be popping Graduation and uh, home baseball this weekend for Ole Miss. Again, visit OxfordMS.com and follow them on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at VisitOxfordMS. Let's do it. College Football Fix.
College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Check them out. F-150, best-selling truck in America for 45 years. They're doing something right. You do something right as well. Get behind the wheel of an F-150 at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. So this is, uh, I, I guess, pseudo-college football fix. A former college football player, now an NFL player. Let's talk about Matt Corral. Taken by the Carolina Panthers. We talked about Carolina leading into the draft. No, eh, that's not really where you want to go. At I number we, six. <laughs> at number six, yeah. In hindsight, I think Matt Corral would have been quite pleased to have gone number six to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, if you told him before the draft, hey, you're going to Carolina. All right. Sweet. Payday. No doubt. Um, maybe we get a little short-sighted sometimes when we're slotting guys, well, a great situation or whatever, and forget that there are only 32 of these teams. There are only 32 starting quarterback jobs in the NFL, and so maybe getting any of them is a pretty good gig, whether it's exactly where you want to be or not. But in terms of Matt Corral and his opportunity to become a starting quarterback in the NFL – is the situation in Carolina about as good as any? You get the best of both worlds. Now, I, I don't expect the Panthers to be particularly good, and they've got a weird dynamic, right? Because Matt Rule is probably on the hot seat. Uh, like, if if they're not better, he probably loses his job. So there's that weird dynamic of, okay, I've got to kind of win right now, but also I've got to develop this guy and I can't play him before he's ready. So you've got the element of, you know, this is a situation in which if you are better, they will play you, but also you don't have to be better right away because they do have an incumbent starter in Sam Darnold that they expect you to soon overtake. It's You kind of get both, right? They're not going to throw you in. They're not going to Zach Wilson you where... You're starting, buddy. Get ready. I know you were playing, you know, San Jose State six months ago, but now you're going to play the Baltimore Ravens. So buckle up. Situation like that doesn't exist for Corral. But they clearly want to move on from Sam Darnold, and if you show you're ready, you will play. So he's got kind of the best of both worlds there, and there's not as much pressure on Rule to play him because he's not a first-round pick. You're not yeah. going to have the front office breathing down your neck. Play the kid. I don't care, Matt. Play him. you got to play him now because they didn't use a first-round pick on him. So it's a unique spot for sure. But the, and and when, when the pick comes at the end of the third round, you just assume that that's their third or fourth pick. That was actually Carolina's second pick in the draft. They picked sixth overall and got Iquanu out of NC State, and then they take Matt Corral at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the third round. Um. Why did he drop? Why did Matt Corral drop to the third round? And, and and I guess I should put this qualifier on it, right? It's not just Matt Corral that dropped. Like, we had a... I'll raise my... I don't want to speak for everybody. I had a hard time believing that teams weren't going to reach for a quarterback because teams always reach for a quarterback. Always. That's what they do. Hey, you, owe, you, owe Mel, you owe Mel Kiper an apology. Yeah, probably not. Not that he's listening. Probably not don't owe Mel Kiper an apology. But all of the analysts, right, thought that this was a weak quarterback class. And you had 32 teams that told you they thought it was a weak quarterback class also. 
Pittsburgh was content to sit at 20 and then take Kenny Pickett. And then you didn't have enough another quarterback go for a really long time. You have Malik Willis go in the third round of the draft. It was a weird year for quarterbacks. Kenny Pickett goes in the first round at 20. Desmond Ritter is the second quarterback taken. He doesn't go until the third round. He's the 10th pick of the third round. Malik Willis is the 22nd pick of the third round. And then Matt Corral's the 30th pick of the third round. After that, you don't get another quarterback taken until the end of the fourth round when the Patriots take Bailey Zappi. Sam Howell is the first pick of the fifth round to Washington. And then your other three quarterbacks that were drafted, Chris Olatakin out of South Dakota State, Skylar Thompson out of Kansas State, and Brock Purdy out of Iowa State. It was a weird year for quarterbacks in the draft. It was, and so I have a theory that I was thinking about Saturday morning on on this. Uh, because a lot of people tried to figure out and were asking me, you know, why is crowd dropping? What do they know? All this stuff. And I, I would respond, of course there's reasons, but everybody else is too. I can't help but wonder if finally the NFL collectively decided to be smart about how they select quarterbacks. How often in years past... Did teams stretch for a guy that you knew had flaws? Now, flawed guys become good players. Hello, Josh Allen. He had flaws, but he developed into a good player. Flawed guys also are exactly who you think they are. Mitch Trubisky being one. Daniel Jones being another. Because as much as I think Matt Carl's a great quarterback and will do well if provided the right opportunity... There's flaws in his game. I'm not talking about off-field stuff. In his game, there are flaws. Mm-hmm. There are flaws in Malik Willis's game. There are flaws in Sam Howell's game. And instead of the Panthers and the Titans stretching and reaching in the first round to take these guys that they're not 100% sold on, they were patient for the first time, and they get to have their cake and eat it too. The Panthers didn't have to stretch to pick a quarterback in the first round. They still got one. The Titans didn't have to stretch to pick a quarterback in the first round. They still got one. Washington didn't have to stretch to pick a quarterback in the first round, and they still got one. Next year, it won't look exactly like this because you've got two can't-miss prospects, or at least that's what they're going to sell you on, with Stroud and Young. But after that, you're telling me Dylan Gabriel's going to be a first-round pick? I promise you, they've learned. He'll be there in the third or fourth or fifth if you just wait on him. Yeah. Because he's flawed. Maybe they finally got smart. The um, the Ian Rappaport report on NFL Network when he was kind of doing analysis of the pick has struck a lot of people the wrong way. What did you make of I mean, you, you, you've seen the video clip. You've probably heard what he said. He alluded to you know alcohol issues and other related things. I think that was the wording that he used. He mentioned that Matt Corral had talked about depression, this was all in kind of answering why he dropped. What did you make of that? Is, is some of the criticism that has been leveled primarily by Ole Miss fans at Ian Rappaport, is it warranted? The, 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 the idea that mental illness is a, is a stigma, 
maybe the the language could have been gentler on that. You know, that's something that we and Borky tweeted about it. I saw that you know people who need help should get help, and they shouldn't be ashamed of of needing help. All right, all of us sometimes need need a little help to get through the day. That's that's not the issue. But when people keep calling it a hit piece, like if it was a hit piece, it would have been like Tunsil. It would have come out before the draft. He would have sank him night one. He wouldn't have waited until the pick was made to explain why this guy that so many people had in the first round in their mocks fell. So, I mean, Ian Rappaport is not going to put his job at the NFL Network on the line by reporting false stuff just because his wife went to Mississippi State and he lived here for a few years covering the football team. Yeah, I wasn't even equating those two things. Which, I mean, I guess there's some people that are. But uh, we'll we'll pull it up. We'll play it for you. We'll play for you what Ian Rappaport said when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Some minor delays eastbound on 20 just before Highway 49, and we have an accident causing some major delays on 20 westbound. Uh, Left lane is blocked just past exit 77. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for low-interest signature loans at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Carter Jewelers is having our annual balloon pop sale, and it's a good one. This is how the balloon pop works. After you have made your jewelry selection, you pick and pop a balloon that will have a discount voucher of at least an extra, and I mean an extra, 10 to 30% off your entire purchase. All balloons win with discount vouchers up to an extra 30% off our May Madness sale prices. You're not going to beat our sale prices the way they are, but with the extra balloon pop discounts, the savings are incredible. All purchases include lunch for two at my favorite restaurant, the Aladdin Mediterranean Grill. And Dad, don't forget to tell them about our 12 months interest-free financing. And don't forget about our no-credit check financing. That's Carter Jewelers, the oldest business in Jackson, located on the corner of High and State Street and at the Pemberton Kroger Plaza in Vicksburg. Sale in Saturday, Mother's Day Eve at 6 p.m. Brooks and Dunn Reboot 2022 Tour. Oh, play something country. The best selling duo of all time. Live. With special guests. Yeah, we fancy like Walker Hayes and Morgan Wade. May 12th, Brandon Amphitheater. Turn around, go to town. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Brooks and Dunn. Live. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. This is Dr. Will Lumflett with Capital Dental. We are proud to offer the most up-to-date technology to ensure you are receiving the best possible dental care. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. 
Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. So far, we've invested over $3 million to support Mississippi communities. We also bring more than 30 years of experience partnering with state Medicaid programs throughout the country. This is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. To the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. All right, so here it is. This is what um, Friday night NFL draft coverage, Rich Eisen anchoring NFL Network's coverage, and he goes to Ian Rappaport and he asks why Matt Corral was still available at the end of the third round. First of all, Rich, it means that the Baker Mayfield talks with the Cleveland Browns have stalled. And the Carolina Panthers, football-wise, thought Matt Corral had the best film, hands down. But this is about a lot more than that. There's a lot of work required here to make sure they are comfortable off the field with the person. He dealt with a multitude of issues, including alcohol and related issues. He admitted publicly to battling depression. He has had unreliable behavior off the field, and he really, really struggled in some interviews with teams. That said, the talent is enough to make the Carolina Panthers take a shot with Corral here. First of all, Rich, I mean... So that was on NFL Network on Friday night. And, I mean, I guess there are three or four things that he points out there. One, the Baker Mayfield talks broke down. So Carolina was not able to get the deal done with Baker Mayfield, and they traded up back into the third round to be able to get Corral. Um, Multitude of off-the-field issues. He pointed to alcohol and other related issues. I mean, Matt Corral has talked himself about the fact that he stopped drinking because he needed to. He, he said that to me in an interview. So, I don't think that was new news. I mean, the other related stuff, I mean, to me, you're kind of in a gray area there. And then the depression thing is, you know, he admitted publicly that he had dealt with depression. I mean, that, that feels like, I don't really know why you go there. And then he circles back to ultimately they picked him because of the talent, because of what they saw on film. They liked him. They thought he was talented. That's that's the part that's fr- – I, I would have this opinion regardless of who it was because I, I've talked about it on this show before. I talk about it a lot in my personal life. Um, the issue is not – even talking about that component, because that's part of his story. It's something that was revealed many months ago to CBS when they did a profile on him. That's when at least I learned that that he was going through that or went through that uh, early in his career at Ole Miss was when CBS wrote about it. It's part of his story. Uh, So it's not bringing that up, because honestly, I think it's good when that kind of stuff is talked about so regularly, as if it's so normal. I love the fact that people talk about that as if it's normal, because it is. The issue that I had with it is when you group it with red flags, problems, and that 
to me as somebody who had to learn how to be happy after a series of traumatic events in his personal life, that bothers me. Because when you tell people, and a lot of you listening have been in the position that I was in, that it's an issue that the team has to deal with the person because at some point in your life you had depression that you dealt with. Next time, the next quarterback, not going to say anything. Not going to talk about it. Because if I do, it's going to be called a red flag. It's going to be coupled with legitimate issues. And that's the biggest issue I have with Rappaport is there are a hundred things that are legitimate that you could criticize him about. Remember, in an Ole Miss uniform, he was in a fight on the field. That happened. It was a few years ago, but that happened. There are legitimate things to criticize him over. And that's the one you choose. So there are people, and maybe this had no impact, and hopefully it didn't, but there are people out there that are struggling. Hand up. Me. I have and will continue to. When people hear that kind of stuff, they're not going to say anything. And you know what happens when people don't say anything? They keep it in. And when you keep it in, you abuse substances. Some people, unfortunately, harm themselves or others. It becomes a dangerous situation when you stigmatize something like that. Of all the things you can criticize Matt Corral for, and there's a lot, being open about depression and battling it and overcoming it and playing really high-level football after it is a great story. It is not coupled in with troubles off the field and alcohol and other things. That's what bothers me so bad. I think that's fair. And, and to me, that's really the only thing that Ian Rappaport said in that 35-second clip that stands out as, eh, I don't know that I would have included that. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Of the quarterbacks that were drafted, and I'm not talking about Bailey Zappi and... Chris Olotikin and Skylar Thompson. I'm talking Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis, Matt Corral. But those top four that everybody talked about for months going into the draft. Who's in the best situation? Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh as a first-round pick. Desmond Ritter in Atlanta as a third-round pick. Malik Willis in Tennessee as a third-round pick. Or Matt Corral in Carolina as a third-round pick. Pickett, and that's because he went to the Steelers, the most stable, maybe the most stable organization in professional sports. They they will they will set him up to succeed, and if he doesn't succeed, it's because of him. It will not be because the organization did him wrong. Yeah, Pit- Pittsburgh in this draft was the dream destination. Absolutely. Everything about Pittsburgh, the Steelers franchise, screams stability. Three head coach is it three head coaches in the history of the team? Is that right? Mike Tomlin, and before that, Bill Cowher, and before that, it was um, Chuck Knoll. And that's it. Maybe I'm missing one. Ownership stability. No, no, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nola well, no, no, they're much. They're an older franchise than that, but it's, it's only three franchises since three coaches since the merger. I think is what it is. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So in the last fifty years, they've had three head coaches, basically. Yeah, I mean, how do you forget Joe Bach in nineteen thirty-five? I mean, yeah, come on, Richard. Forgive me for that. Come on, man. <laughs> Point is stability at the head coach, stability in ownership. My only question is. Is there more pressure on Kenny Pickett because he was a first-round pick and Big Ben's gone? They drafted him to come in and, and be the starter. And he's a local guy. He went to Pitt. That, that's, a, that's another, another yeah. layer to that. Yeah, you there, see. There's some pressure, but again, the Steelers are the kind of organization that can divert that, that can get him the support that he needs. You so, can't do with I mean, Pickett what the others will be able to do with their guys, what Tennessee, what Carolina, what Washington will be able to do because you didn't draft that first-rounder. You can play Sam Darnold for eight weeks, and it's going to be fine. You can play Carson Wentz for eight weeks, and it's okay. Mitch Trubisky throws a couple of picks in week one. By week two, there's going to be pressure to play Kenny Pickett. It's a different so, story. All right, so of, the, of those four quarterbacks taken third round or better how many of the four Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis Matt Corral will start a game as a rookie at quarterback this season I know that was redundant two Two. okay which two Pickett Pickett and Corral oh yeah I think both of them will start for sure you don't think Desmond Ritter will get it? Well, I will say this. I will say this. Malik Willis, maybe not start. They will put together a package for him to take advantage of his skills. They'll a slash package or whatever. I'm not saying he's going to play receiver. I'm just saying they'll they'll come up with some. I hate to say wildcat plays because everybody runs these, but some zone some zone read. Not that Tannehill's Arthur Tannehill's. Gone, say, is Marcus Mariota going to stay healthy the entire year in in Atlanta? If he can, I. Th- I you know, people kind of they, they, they would like they would like to keep him there. I think, yeah. People <laughs> kind of dump on Marcus Mariota. He was pretty darn good in Tennessee. Who do you think the Titans would rather have stuck with, Mariota or gone to Tannehill? Because they'd be punched in the face or the gut. <laughs> mm. uh, Thirteen wide receivers taken in the first two rounds of the draft. 13. But the best one went to New Orleans. Drake London of Southern Cal goes to Atlanta. Garrett Ooh. Wilson goes to Ohio State. Chris Olave, I'm sorry, goes to uh, the Jets. Chris Olave goes Ohio to the State. Saints. You loved that one, hey, Dad? Love that pick. Couldn't couldn't be happier. So were you with your buddies on the coast on Thursday night? You guys were watching yes. the draft Thursday night? Yes, yes. So you did a ditty after... Uh, Chris Olave oh, got drafted, but on, then also... You're watching on Sports Talk. If you're working on Super Team TV here, give a little of this. Little did this you do right another here. ditty when they got Trevor Penning? That was just a fist pump, but I was I liked that pick as well. Okay. So after Olave, you got Jamison Williams to Detroit, Jahan Dotson to Washington, Traylon Burks to Tennessee. Love that pick. Great pick. Great pick. Christian Watson to Green Bay, yeah. Wandale Robinson to New York out of Kentucky, John Mechie goes to the Texans, George Pickens goes to the Steelers. We'll be back. Mm-hmm. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A slight chance of rain today, partly sunny, high near 88. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 68. Your Tuesday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 88. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high all the way up to 90 degrees. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Come out to Mississippi Makers Fest on May 7th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at the two Mississippi museums in downtown Jackson. Enjoy live music from the North Mississippi All-Stars and a huge lineup of bands plus art and food from over 50 makers. The World of Marty Stewart exhibit will also open at the museums the same day featuring artifacts from Johnny Cash, Dolly Parton, Marty Stewart himself, and more. Mississippi Makers Fest is sponsored by Southern Beverage Company and the World of Marty Stewart is sponsored by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. For more info, visit mdah.ms.gov. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialist at Car Care Clinic Chetlu. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventive maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and all First responders every Thursday. And they're your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro. An A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 601- 864-3752. I'm Lauren McGraw with Guide Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Guide Go 601-879-3969. I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It was an emotional night at the Country Music Hall of Fame ceremony last night in Nashville as Ashley and Winona Judd spoke on behalf of their mother, Naomi. The country music icon passed away this weekend after a long battle with mental illness. Naomi and Winona Judd were one of the most popular singing duos of the 80s, compiling 14 number one hits over a nearly 30-year career. Actress Ashley Judd was visibly upset as she held back tears while accepting the honor on behalf of her late mother. Your esteem for her and your regard for her really penetrated her heart. And it was your affection for her that did keep her going in these last years. The Judds were planning an arena tour that was supposed to begin in the fall with a stop in Biloxi October 27th. It would have been their first tour together in over a decade. 
here in C Spire country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Art, Wine, and Wheels. Three epic events, one weekend, all in Ridgeland. May 6th through 8th, the Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival, Sante South Wine Festival, and Natchez Trace Century Ride all take place. See the weekend schedule at ArtWineAndWheels.com. Need some good news? I've got good news. Good things with Rebecca Turner. Your daily dose of good news. Good news. This afternoon at 2 on Super Talk Mississippi. Good news. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Our timing's all over the place today, but it is Monday. Normally, we would say just after 4 o'clock. How about 5.37, and it's time for winners and losers. We got winners. We got losers. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. You can send us your winners and losers to the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from C Spire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in C Spire country. Check availability now at cspire.com slash business. You know how it works. What did you like from the weekend? What did you not like from the weekend? That's how we classify our winners and losers. Uh not so much a winner because they did lose the series, but a winner on the diamond for Mississippi State. R.J. Yeager with four home runs this weekend in Missouri. He is up to 16 home runs on the season. A grad transfer from Mercer that we talked about earlier with Chris Limonis. Uh, four, we- uh, four home runs on the weekend. That- that'll get you on the winner's list. It's pretty good stuff from R.J. Yeager. State's going to have... Four guys hit 15 or more home runs and set a school record for home runs in a season. That's Mississippi State, home of Clark, Palmero, Rooker, Richard Lee. And they're not going to make the NCAA tournament. And that makes the postseason. Absolutely, an absolutely insane thing to say. Yeah, and, and let me just kind of give you an Ole Miss winner. I thought starting pitching. I mean, Dylan DeLucia was fantastic once again on, uh, on Friday night. He gave up the late home run. I don't know if he stayed in too long or not, but he was really, really good. Got Ole Miss's one win in the series on the uh, on the mound. 
it's the third straight start where he's been outstanding for uh, for Ole Miss. Really, he's been good in all of his starts this year on the mound for the uh, Rebels. But not just that; just like starting pitching overall this weekend was good with uh, with Delucia on Friday and Hunter Elliott on Saturday and Derek Diamond on Sunday. I mean, he's pitched well enough for Ole Miss to win that game on Sunday. They only get the one win. Uh, Borky, give me a winner. Tom Brady. Tom Brady and uh, uh, loser, or cool throne, if you will, uh, father time, because he is losing the battle against Tom Brady. guy named Logan Hall was drafted in the second round by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Defensive lineman from Houston. Logan Hall was born on April 22nd in the year 2000. Tom Brady was drafted... Six days earlier, April 16th, year 2000, Tom Brady's NFL career is older than a teammate. Love to hear it. Well done. Well done. Hey, Dad, give me a winner. I got two. They're both NFL. The Saints are one of them. I thought the Saints went into this draft. We all said first round, wide receiver, offensive tackle. They got, in my opinion, the best wide receiver on the board, and they got they, they knew they weren't going to get one of the elite tackles. They got the absolute next best guy. I like that. And then, of course, today, officially, they have signed the Honey Badger. He's coming home. He's coming to New Orleans. The best defense in the league got a lot better. I'm excited for that. You mentioned before we went to the break that you love the Traylon Burks pick for the Titans, and I do too. I think it's a great pick. But why do they have to pick him? Because they traded him to my other winner. The Phil- they traded A.J. Brown to the Philadelphia Eagles. Don't understand that at all. I understand he wanted more money. Just pay him. It's A.J. Brown, one of the best receivers in pro football. And then the Eagles went out and had a really good draft. They drafted yeah. the second-best player on that Georgia defense with the 13th pick, Jordan Davis. And then somehow with the 83rd pick, got the best player on the Georgia defense, N'Kobe Dean. How he fa- We're talking about Corral falling. How did Kobe Dean fall to 83? I was praying the Saints would pick him when they passed him up twice. I, I would be shocked if he's not a multi-time pro bowler. Uh, Saints got Chris Olave and Trevor Penning in the first round. Alante Taylor, the corner out of Tennessee, in the second round. DeMarco Jackson in the fifth round out of Appalachian State. He's an inside linebacker. And Jordan Jackson, a defensive lineman, defensive tackle out of Air Force. And then got Tyron Matthew in the uh, in the trade today, and Philadelphia. No trade. No trade. I'm sorry, not Free a trade. Agent. Free agent signing. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Philadelphia goes Jordan Davis, defensive tackle out of Georgia. Cameron Jurgens, center from Nebraska. Nicobe Dean, linebacker from Georgia, and then they get the linebacker from Kansas and a tight end from SMU. In the uh, in the draft, and of course they add AJ Brown as well. So pretty good weekend all the way around. Uh, this comes in on the text line, and I'm just going to co-sign. Winner Scott Barry. He becomes the winningest coach, quite literally, in Southern Miss baseball history. 469 career wins. Yes, that is nice. Losers. How about Texas again? How about Texas football? Again, we talked about them on Friday some, but it somehow got even worse. So 2014 wasn't all that long ago. And this year was the fourth time since 2014. 
Texas football has had one or zero players drafted by the National Football League. The fourth time since 2014. The program with the most money, the biggest brand power, and the most talent-rich state in America had one or zero players drafted. It is unfathomable how pathetic Texas football has been considering their advantages, and here's yet another example. There you go. Uh, hey, Daddy, you got a loser? <sighs> Staying on Miss Baseball. This is ridiculous. And Vanderbilt. Throw them on the list, too. That's three of the top programs in the country year in, year out. Are any of them going to make the tournament? I guess Vandy will. Their RPI is pretty good, but they keep losing games. Eventually, it's going to be like, hey, can we get them in? They're sort of the anti Mississippi State. Great RPI. But they keep losing games as well. I, I I don't understand how these three teams are this bad. That's the two national finalists. You get the national champion, the national runner-up, and a team that's you know perennial super regional team, and they're awful. I don't get it. Some viewers on the ceasefire text line: When are you guys for keeping mental health issues in the forefront? Loser, Ole Miss stranded too many runners. Loser, Tim Elko for not being able to hit a breaking ball. Yeah. I think it's kind of hard to plug Tim Elko into the loser category considering the season that he has had. Tim Elko has not been the issue for Ole Miss. I will say, having a combination of Gonzalez and Elko up, needing a hit to, uh, to, to keep the game going on Sunday and not getting any production there is uh, that's a tough look. I mean, Gonzalez earns the full count walk. I understand that. Elko pops out to end the game. But no, you can't. I mean, you can't lay blame at Tim Elko, given what Tim Elko's done this year, right? I mean, there are a lot of areas you can point to where blame is fair on this Ole Miss team. Doesn't blame at the feet of Tim Elko feel misplaced? Am I crazy for that? Well, when you go, what was it, 5 for 32 or whatever with runners on base over the weekend... That's not just one guy. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I, I suppose, in fairness, I say the rules on this are what did you like from the weekend, what did you not like from the weekend. So maybe you're not classifying Tim Elko as a loser, but for a guy that's got a 316 average with 17 bombs and 53 RBIs, eh, it just seems like a uh, little bit of a stretch. Fair enough, though. Fair enough. Um... Winner me, hopefully, in like 10 months or so. I took the over on the Saints' wins. Could win a whole $18. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Very exciting. What was the total? Eight. So you got to win a nine or more? Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. That felt, felt like easy money. So I bet 20 bucks I could win $18 and some change. So your ticket will pay out $38. Correct. And change. And change, yes. But you're going to have to drive back to the Mississippi Gulf Coast to be able to collect that $38? I may, I may mail my ticket down to a friend and be like, let's figure this out. Sure, surely there's in this day and age, they can just we can figure out a way to get a wire transaction done. <laughs> You'll have to pay a $39 wire transfer fee to get your $38. But you will yeah. do it just out of principle, won't you? Just to win. Just to win. I won. 
Yes. Major award. Yes. All right, so those are your winners and losers on this Monday afternoon. We will uh, wrap the show up. No midweek baseball this week for Ole Miss or State. Southern Miss is at South Alabama to uh, tomorrow night. What did did the Southern Miss students lose out? They got two more weeks before finals. You got yeah, you I think got State finals this week. Yeah, I think Ole Miss and State are both going through finals. Graduation is Saturday in Oxford. So anyway, they get a Mardi Gras break though. Oh, yeah. So would you rather get out of school earlier in May or get a week off from Mardi Gras? That's a good question. Mardi Gras. We'll be right back. Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Typical congestion in Brandon at Government and College Street. Also southbound on 49 at the turn of the old 49. And also looks like an accident. 49 southbound just before the Florence exit. Elsewhere, just your typical after work congestion. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialists at Car Care Clinic Jet Lube. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventative maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and all first responders every Thursday and is your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro, an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASC's certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic, we want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. It's Ford Truck Month. Now's the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel of a new Ford Maverick pickup. And get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of trucks. But you better get going. These deals won't last. Get to Ford Truck Month. Let's get after it. Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. 
So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here. From experience, believe me, you need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. The longest-running music festival is back and bigger than ever. The 69th Annual Jimmy Rogers Music Festival, May 7th through the 15th. Family fun and a lineup of entertainment you don't want to miss. Featuring an evening with Frank Foster, Friday, May 13th, on the Meridian City Hall Lawn. Saturday, May 14th, it's multi-platinum recording artist, the Eli Young Band, on the Meridian City Hall lawn. The 69th Annual Jimmy Rogers Music Festival, celebrating the father of country music, May 7th through the 15th. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert, weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Last time with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. So, NFL draft picks based on picks per team in each conference. The SEC had a total of 65, an average of 4.64 per team. Now, that average was skewed slightly by the University of Georgia and its 15 draft picks. Insane. Wow. 15. It's a lot. Ole Miss had six. That's two per round. Say what? That's two per round. Yeah. Plus one. Plus one. Yeah. Ole Miss had six, which was, what, seventh most of any team in the country? Mm-hmm. Or tied for seventh most? Um, so an average of more than four and a half players per SEC team, next closest to Big Ten, 48 total picks, an average of 3.43 per team. Big 12, Pac-12, both had 25 picks. Fewer teams in the Big 12, so their per team average was a little higher. The AAC just below two per team. ACC, that's just 21 total draft picks of ACC players, an average of one and a half per team. The ACC's got to figure something out in football. And fast. Yeah. 
mean, I guess the hope for them, right, is Cristobal gets Miami rolling. By the way, he bought a $9 million home recently. Uh, Good for him. Looks really nice. So, uh, And Mike Norvell figures it out, or when they fire Norvell, that Coach Prime comes in there and starts winning football games, and then suddenly the league starts to elevate a little bit. Because hey, you talk about upgrading. Cristobal yeah. sold us out. Well, he doubled his money, so I don't know what kind of upgrades he did. Cristobal bought a $925,000 house in Oregon in April of 2020, and now he's selling it for $1.8 million. Good for him. And then turns around and buys an $8 million house on the water? Yeah, it looks really nice. Good. He's got some famous neighbors, too. Miami's getting serious in that NIL game, buddy. They are. They want the U to be back at Miami. And, you know, I, I know it's Florida, Florida State at the end of the year, but I have this weird feeling that Florida State's going to counter with Deion Sanders. Yeah? I know the people in Jackson probably wouldn't like that being said here, but I, I, I think that he has proven that he can recruit. And if he's recruiting the way he's recruiting at Jackson State, add Power 5 resources to that recruiting prowess and his brand, and you can build massive rosters, or massively talented rosters, I should say. What he said today, talking about NIL, I mean, he just gets it. He gets it, and he's going to be able to use it. And then his, his the best the money statement was, but I don't want him worried about NIL. I want him worried about NFL. Like, you could get so many guys to sign on the dotted line talking like that. Come on, man. Yeah. So you think that's where Florida State goes next? I'll be honest. I would. And I didn't think I'd say that. There was something in me, and I don't know if I ever said it out loud, that I thought that this was kind of a gimmick. But can you ignore wins? They're winning. It's not just that Deion Sanders is there. Deion Sanders is there, and they're winning. How can you ignore that at this point? How, how can you? I mean, the, the gravitas that he brings to anything that he does, and now it's not the same. FCS football is not the ACC. But he's winning now. There's no if you're winning, it's not a gimmick. You're just winning. No, you're right, and and he he needed to prove that he could win somewhere besides Trinity High School in Dallas. You roll out another season where you win a bunch of football games, and you are power broker at Florida State that just saw your team go seven and five. That would look really good to me. Well, and, and perhaps the interesting piece of this is what is what's Florida State going to do? Are they going to go seven and five, or is Mike Norvell going to get that thing rolling? I mean, Mike Norvell is a good football coach and has proven that. He just hasn't proven it at Florida State. It's been a rocky couple of years. Thanks for being with us on this Monday afternoon. We'll do it again tomorrow starting at 3.06. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Have a great night.
Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services A Super Talk Mississippi media production.